Welcome to Free Fall RC Podcast. Just yeah. when I come back. Just when I come back. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. Welcome to another episode of Free Fall RC Podcast. I'm Steve, and here with me is Kevin. Hey, guys. Andy. And now. <laughs> and welcome back on the show, Jeff Perry. How's one it of the, going? Um, one of the original founders of this podcast. Oh, huh? gee. Oh, gee. I still remember those flight, flight fest days, man. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, so this is episode 200. OMG, we made it to 200. 200. <laughs> Two hundos, man. I can't believe we made it. No. I can't believe it either, dude. Yeah. How did how did all our listeners like the uh, episode 199 retirement? I'm sure uh, oh, <laughs> we, dude. Got, we got a lot of response from nervous. that one, huh? Yeah. <laughs> That's right. I wanted to say I wanted to apologize because <laughs> it kind of came across as we were retiring. We had a few people that were like, oh, geez. Yeah. Well, I mean, you saw my, you saw the way I posted it, right? Yeah. I posted. You yeah. Didn't, <laughs> you didn't make it any better the way you posted it. No, I purposely <laughs> made it like that. Very vague and very like, thank you everyone for the support, blah, 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 because it makes it sound like we're done. You know? Steve the troll. Yeah. Uh, a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's, uh, let's catch up with everyone's week. Uh, who'd like to go first? I do not care. I'll go first. I'll go last. I just don't want to go second or third. <laughs> All right, I'll go. I'll go first. All right. Um, I, I got a, a second 3D printer. Uh, nice. And thank you, Kevin, for helping me set it up. Uh, almost had a major uh, electronical failure. I had the power supply on 240 instead of 120. Ooh. Yeah. And. I turned it on and I'm like, why isn't it doing anything? It's not doing anything. And he's like, I- is there a switch for, uh, you know, the voltage? And I'm like, yeah. He's like, what's it on? And I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I assume if it was coming from China, it would come, you know, set up for New Jersey. Nope. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> set up for New Jersey. Uh, <laughs> now, I've mentioned your printer on the show last couple episodes, at least, Jeff. Uh, I know that you bought a CR-10S Pro, and yes. this one is the Ender, Ender 3, 3 Pro. Yeah. Yeah, having a lot of fun with it. Pretty nice printer, man, for, jeez, for what you paid. Unbelievable. 209 Unbelievable, man. Halloween special. The one I was telling Jeff that the one I built myself cost me about that much in parts. Like, it, what an amazing deal. What was the, uh, what size is the Ender? Is that like a traditional like two hundred by two hundred yeah. or whatever or two fifty? Yep. Yeah, yeah, it's a small one. Yeah, but that has like that magnetic uh, build plate where you can pop the build plate right it off. It does, right? but it sucks. Oh yeah, um, it's not as good as uh, I bought a Wham Bam for uh, the ten Pro, um, and that thing I love. And this has it's it's a magnetic bed. But the top surface is shitty. It uh, oh, mm. wait, can I say shitty on here? You can say whatever you want. Okay. Yeah, I, I didn't know. I don't know if it was family friendly. No, you know, 
flight test shit or like nah nah we were beyond the flight test days so. flight uh, test okay. shit yeah that was like <laughs> an oxymoron right there dude um so so yeah the the, the surface of the bed that comes on the enders is crap so mm-hmm. I'm, I'm gonna get another uh wham bam for it nice and, and what are you drinking tonight jeff um just a little you know water with some ice in it why don't I believe you? Uh, I don't know why. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. You sure there's not a little sprinkle of Jack Daniels in there? <laughs> no. <laughs> he said no. he told me he was going to stop drinking. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Which I archived, and I'm trying to compare it to, like, a text message from, like, three months ago when he told me he's time to stop drinking. <laughs> yeah, but Jeff actually came out and was flying, what was that, a couple weeks ago, Jeff? Yeah. He came down yeah. in the field, man. Oh, my God. I was so nervous. Yeah, but you I did was, great, I was, dude. I did, but the first the first couple of flights were really shaky. Like my hands were literally and I'm like saying to myself, I'm like, I'll just buy a new one if I crash. It's not that big of a deal. Like yeah. I'm flying like a hundred dollar plane. Yeah. But I was for whatever reason I still I'm like, well, I don't want to crash it, so let's uh let's be nervous about this. Right. Yeah, you never want to crash it. Right, but but I was shaking like it was like gonna be the worst thing in the world yeah but then then i then i settled in and then it it all came back yeah as as i uh demonstrated toward the end of the day yep no you had some good flying what was the last time you flew before then it's gotta been at least like a year right no it's been two two or three yeah we haven't figured it out wow man yeah but it was fun if if we don't get snowed out i'll come this weekend if either of you guys are gonna be there yeah yeah now, dude, do you still have that little mini UMX Radiant? No, Danielle stepped on it. Oh. Air quotes, stepped on it? <laughs> no, she literally <laughs> stepped okay. on it. All right. I had it at my sister's house. It was in the garage, and it was on the ground in the garage. And, you know, it's not a big plane yeah. at all. Yeah. Um, And she was walking backwards, and, and I just heard crunch. Oh, jeez. Yeah. How's that uh, FT Racer coming along? <laughs> I, f- I finally got rid of the parts <laughs> they were so warped and i the bet it was just falling up falling off being in the garage for six years <laughs> just yeah. a giant ball ball of parts but i do want to try one of these uh the, these 3d printed planes that looks like fun yeah yeah i think i'm gonna try one of these hand launch ones first Something, not a lot of parts or not a lot of pieces. Yeah. Yeah. Even though I have the other two kind of midway through the build. Yeah. I don't know why you stopped. Uh, I don't know either. I came over there the last time. All three printers were, were uh, idle. Yeah, I know. I Sitting ended, there. And you were surprised. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, I think I was waiting on filament for the one. No. But the other oh, one, yeah, oh, I should have yeah, yeah. out. <laughs> yeah the other two well one is my abs machine so i usually don't print that one kind of sits idle a lot is that the one you made or the one you bought no the one i bought the one i made that that cowl piece for you for the fan right right yeah that's that's usually my abs machine i'm working on a little setup for my uh pl- one of my planes that i like a case kind of thing that i can put it in and Oh yeah, you were saying that. I, I didn't understand that. That is that a 
a huge print. Yeah, it's going to be for an airplane. Yeah, it's going to be pretty big, but it's only going to be two sections that actually hold. Like I was going to use three quarter PVC as like the frame, and these are just going to be two little sections that hold the PVC in, and it's kind of custom oh, made gotcha, for the gotcha. for the wings yeah. and the fuselage and all that. Yeah, yeah. We'll see how that comes out. So who yeah, wants I'd... who wants to go next? Uh, since you don't want to go second, I'll go second then. I mean, I can go. I was only kidding. Now, you seem pretty serious about not wanting to go second. No, it right. seems like it. <laughs> <laughs> Get no respect here, huh? None. <laughs> All right. So, uh, yeah, I, uh, Kevin's going to hate this, but I took off Monday so I could go flying. Ugh. I needed a day to go flying to, like, break in that gasser. And I am happy to announce I finally broke in that gasser. So I've. Finally finished that gallon of fuel, and now it's ready for some more head speed and some tuning. I mean, it's still not broke in exactly. Yeah, I'm done with the break-in oil. How about that? About time. Yeah, no, seriously. It took so, forever. But Yeah, I was going to ask, how many months did it take? I think it was <laughs> two and a half months since I built it or got Jeez. the kit in and everything. I mean, but then October, like three weeks was gone or a whole month was gone. So last time I flew was uh, fall mow down and then and then it became um, this past Monday or whatever it was. Or no, the weekend before when I when I met up with you right, and yeah. had all the V control issues. And then yeah. after that. So. So, yeah, I mean, it's you know, it's been two and a half months, but really I've only had it for a month and a half. And within that month and a half, I've only had maybe a couple like a handful of opportunities to fly. Um, so, yeah, I got. What like four flights in on Monday, and I finished up the gallon. Uh, I had I do have an update or I guess a correction to my whole V control debacle I was dealing with uh, a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. I know I was kind of going into that it's a memory space issue and why is it that there's only four kilobytes of memory or four megabytes of memory or whatever it was. Um, that's not it because I can't get back to that the uh, diagnostic screen. That was coming up. Right. But when I hook it up to the computer, I could see that it has a 128 megabyte chip in there. And out of that, I have 56 megabytes free. So, you know, I have like 40% free. There shouldn't be a memory issue with like any logs or screenshots or any battery logs or anything like that. There's plenty of room for that stuff. But I still don't understand why it said 496, 4096 um, used, 49, and then, you know, zero available on that diagnostic screen. Yeah. So I'm gonna. So I want our listeners or anyone who knows V control or knows this, you know V control touch. Um, is there a way I can get back to that diagnostic screen? Because I I like to get back to that screen so I can figure out and take a screenshot so I can send all that information to Mikado. Um, right now I have all that information kind of sitting aside and I haven't really been able to compile it together because I wanted that last screenshot to add that, you know, showing that there's no, I guess it was more maybe RAM memory, but nothing was free on it. So, you know, I don't know if that's the issue or not, but I wanted to get the full picture before I send it to Mikado in Germany to let them know this is what I, what's going on for me. But when I did, up, you know, plug into my computer to check the space and stuff, you know, I started V Control Manager. It updated. This past weekend, I had no issues. I, I flew... You know, whatever, four, five, six flights or so like that. Um, so four wait, the, you flew on the V-Control Touch this weekend? Yeah, with no issues. With no issues? 
Yeah, I was hoping. <laughs> it's kind of funny. I was hoping it would break, but I was hoping that like I would boot up the first flight, it'd be fine. I fly, and then I boot up again and get that screen again. But it didn't happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, I brought my OV control just to make sure if the if the this come back, if it did come back, that I would instantly just be bust out the old one, you know. <laughs> Bind it to the hellies and start flying again. Yeah, you should have left it at home if you wanted it to break again. Yeah. I know, right? <laughs> as long as you have a backup, it'll always work. I know. Well, I'll always have this backup now. Then, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Other than that, the last this weekend, I kind of took some time and um, I built an arcade cabinet. So it's not really hobby related, but it's a part of my woodworking and some computer stuff. And yeah, I built this like it's not a full size cabinet, but it is like the, the the controller layout is full size, but I made it so it's kind of narrow and I can mount it on the wall so it doesn't take too much of a footprint. But I got that all set up with RetroPie and like, I don't know, 5,000 or 8,000 games, something ridiculous. It's like 117 gigs of ROM. So, yeah, so I, I kind of got that all set up and um, I'm, I don't know. It's kind of cool. It's kind of cool to like play the old school video games all on the. Uh, you know, your joystick and your, your buttons, like playing Street Fighter and stuff, it's pretty cool. So. Now, where did you get the hardware for that? I almost sent you a text the day you were telling us about it. There was a company online that began with an H that used to sell, like, the buttons. Like, oh, I just went to Micro Center. They have the whole thing there. So I bought oh, okay. the uh, I bought all the buttons, the joysticks, um, the USB to the whatever interface for the buttons, right? right. So you can get them all going. Um, I've I even bought two four-inch uh, pile speakers that go in the cabinet, uh, an amp to drive it, and then um, and then also the the trim, the molding, yeah, the, the cool molding. like orange molding, the T molding, yeah, I got that from them too. So that was, that was wow, it was a, it was quite a bit of money I spent. <laughs> yeah, but I can't yeah. believe Micro Center had that. That's pretty cool. Yeah, they had all they had trackballs, they had a rotary dial if you wanted to play like. Arkanoid, you know, the rotary dial. Yeah. They had all the sorts of things. And you can even buy a cabinet from them. They they have, like, the retro arcade cabinets. But it's, like, the cabinet's, like, $300. The the vinyl wrap for it's $200. It's ridiculously priced. Uh, what I built company is this? Micro Center. It's in... Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, Micro Center in... Oh, uh, yeah. pra- uh, not Primus, uh Patterson. Yeah, I love that place. Yeah, plus they have 3.75 sales tax because it's a low-income area. <laughs> you know, it's a ghetto, Patterson. So it's awesome. Um, the other thing, uh, what was it? Yeah, so like this whole thing just took me one sheet of plywood. Yeah. So I bought like, you know, good sanded, you know, plywood. Like I think it was like $40 for the sheet. But that's all it cost me for the cabinet. You know, obviously the time to, to cut it out and design it. Which I did all the design work on SketchUp, and I did like basically the raw design, but with no measurements. And then I basically measured as I was cutting and building to the to spec that I needed it for it oh, to be, wow, you know, dude, nice. Especially like the monitor and stuff. So I kind of made it taller than it needs to be, but I put a twenty-four inch monitor, and I, I think I could fit a twenty-seven in there next. So I might pop that panel out and um, cut it out bigger to to fit a bigger monitor in there. So we'll see. But I'm having a ball with it right now, and Chloe's loving it. So oh, that's awesome! Pretty neat. Yeah. So did you um did you paint it? No, that's all vinyl. That's and all vinyl, vinyl wrapped the whole thing. It looked like it, so, but I wasn't sure from the picture. Yeah, yeah. Like I, you know, I didn't want to paint it because the wood is so nice that if I feel like it later on, I could peel the vinyl off, and I can like you know give it a good little sand and and stain it or um 
put some type of lacquer on it or something if I right. wanted to. Yeah. You know, I could make it even glossy, like like put a thick coat of lacquer and sand it down and, and make it nice and like shiny and like a hard, I don't know, kind of like a hard coat on it if I wanted to. So I figured let me do the vinyl first, just an easy way to make it nice and, you know, look kind of like professional, I guess, right? So That's cool, man. Yeah. That's kind of along the same lines as one of the projects I was working on with the Game Boy Advance case. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you built a smaller version, right? Yeah. There's a guy on, I'm trying to think of the name of the website, freeplaytech.com, and he okay. sells he sells the custom boards that he's created. You have to kind of gut the case itself, and you solder a Raspberry Pi Zero to the back of this printed circuit board, which has got the volume and his charging circuit on it and everything. Okay the breakout for the screen, which he also includes with the kit. And it's a better screen nice. than your normal, like, backup camera because I built one yeah. of those, too, you know? Right, right, yeah. And it's a little pricey. I think it was close to $80 for okay. everything but a battery and the Raspberry Pi Zero. But, I mean, he, even, bad. he even has its own, like, add-on additional, like, X and Y buttons on the board or however you want it. Mm-hmm. And he has... Another kit, he has two different, uh, designs. One's for the zero and one's for the newer board that they came out. Um, the three plus or I think or something like that. Oh, the four is the newest. Well, the new, that's the newest, like larger one. Uh, but the, the newer smaller one is kind of like a Raspberry Pi on the footprint of a Raspberry Pi zero, which is super small. A Raspberry Pi three, I'm sorry, on the Raspberry Pi zero, like footprint. Wow. Which that's is cool. insane, dude. Yeah. I mean, he's running. Like PlayStation um, games on PlayStation One it, games. It has enough GPU to do that, though. It just seems like yeah. And uh, the 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 zero can handle a few N sixty four games, but the the three can definitely handle you know N sixty four games. Which is why I built the one I built out of a three, kind of jammed it in an old Game Boy case a couple of years ago because I wanted I, to, wonder... I wanted to run the PlayStation game. Like I wanted to run Final Fantasy seven. I loved that game. Oh, dude, I love that game. That yeah. was an awesome game. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I never got it working. I mean, I got I got as far as I got, and that was it. And then I wonder if it's this one. There's a Raspberry Pi Zero W, and that's like a newer version of the Zero. And it's a single board computer, but it has wireless and Bluetooth. Um, and I think it has like HDMI out. Because all the other ones are like Pi One, Pi Two, Pi Three, Pi Four, and they're like the bigger boards with the full-size usb ports and the full-size network adapter this is the uh compute module 3 plus so it's a raspberry pi 3 in sort of like a, oh it's like a chip it looks like a ram chip right like it's almost like a ssd you plug in on the back of the hard drives nowadays it's like that size it's similar yeah wow i see what you're talking about yeah one gig of ram on board and you can get uh yeah the flash flash hard drive flash, yeah gigs up to 32 i mean it's got a, a quad core i think on board yeah Freaking cortex crazy, a, man. crazy a 53 what, arm version 8 yeah what they can do nowadays really insane i know even the one that i got it's a raspberry 4 with the 4 gigs of ram oh you got the 4 yeah i got the 4 and i got a, and it came with like a i bought like a canal canal kit whatever yeah right and it came with like the case and the little heat sinks and all that so i just wanted to get everything it came with the you know, the power supply and everything. You definitely need the power supply, yeah, because it's usually like 2.5 amps or something. something yeah. Yeah. Heavy duty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like, I mean, it was like 99 bucks, but 
I can't believe like I, I have Raspbian on there and I'm like going to YouTube and streaming stuff full screen and it plays it perfectly fine. No hiccups. Yeah. You know, for this little thing that's like what a two inch by three inch, <laughs> you know, form factor. Yeah, like a deck of cards Amazing. almost. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So awesome. Well, enough about Raspberry Pi's and computers, but uh yeah. who'd like to go next? Andy? Oh, sorry. I fell asleep. Yeah. <laughs> Listen sorry, to all Andy. this uh talk about pies and berries and whatever well we're gonna talk next about f-stops and isos and oh, <laughs> oh good i'd need a nap that'll work great yeah. <laughs> then i'm gonna fall asleep <laughs> yeah so what uh, you got up to? I, yeah i finally got to work on the whiplash gasser a little bit uh i talked about last week i went to put the new pinion in i dropped the engine took the clutch out took the old pinion off and went to screw the new one on, and I ran into a problem. Yeah, what's up it, with that? It wouldn't fit. So the hole is machined correctly, but the threads are only cut about half deep enough, like about half a thread profile. Hmm. It has a the pinion has a internal thread that screws down over the shaft coming out of the clutch bell. Yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So. After cursing for about five minutes, because <laughs> I was really wanting to get this thing uh, ready for next week for RCHO, mm-hmm. I sent an email to Miniature Aircraft uh, like Saturday morning, I guess, and I still haven't heard back from them, so I don't know what's going on Ooh, there. Really? But chances of finding one in the States is probably slim to none. So I guess I'm going to put it all back together with the old pinion. I'm just wondering. Which is super annoying. Have you spoken to any of your team pilots? Maybe like Kate or someone can help you out. Yeah, they, they might I haven't. Like, well, I reached out to Judith and was like, "Hey, you think yeah. anybody in the states might have one of these mm-hmm. that I could borrow or get?" And then yeah. I'll see you guys at Torches in December. I could swap it out or something. But I yeah. haven't heard back. But I, no, I haven't actually reached out to any of the other guys. I was kind of waiting to hear back from her. I would, but, I would reach out to Raja too, because he might have one. Too. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, it's worth it, and you know the community is pretty tight like that, and especially sure. like, um, I, I feel like especially like the miniature guys, you know. So right. why not? It's worth. Well, a and see, this is kind of a different uh, thing. It's not the stock pinion or anything, so. Mm-hmm. Unless somebody specially ordered one to do what I'm doing, it's probably not going to happen. Oh, yeah, I see what you mean. Yeah. Okay. It's not like a standardized part. Yeah. Because you're uh, going up a tooth, right? I'm going down a tooth. Oh, down actually. a tooth, yeah. Yeah. So, Andy, normally does that screw on and then there's a set screw from the side that goes in? Is that how it normally works? N- no. Okay. No, I just. I no, I mean, the on. way. Right. And I put a little bit of Loctite on it. But the way the power is transferred, it's always tightening itself. Anyway. Oh, okay. Okay. So it really can't come loose. Got you. So while I had it apart, I decided to change out some bearings. The top main shaft bearing was just ever so slightly notchy. Like, not bad, but I figured, well, I've already got it apart, basically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I pulled those out, and I went to get the new ones. And lo and behold, I didn't have any. Oh, no. I could have <laughs> swore. I have a like a plastic shoebox size, like a little tote. 
slap full of bearings, every size you could imagine. Because usually when I get a machine, if I have to, usually even before I have to, I'll buy, you know, 10 of whatever sizes the, the main shaft uses or, and the, the radial bearings in the head, just to have them on hand. Cause you know, you never know when you're going to need a bearing. Right. But I didn't have any. So after a few more curse words, <laughs> <laughs> I got on Amazon. Lo and behold, they had uh, packs of 10 of these bearings. I was able to get prime. So I ordered them Sunday and they actually were delivered today, Tuesday. I'll get that put back together probably Thursday and time to head out Friday for RCHO. So basically I went to put a pinion in and I ended up just taking everything apart so I can put it right back together with, <laughs> it will have new bearings, but that's about it. I did clean everything cause it's kind of nasty up inside there mm-hmm. cause I haven't really touched it in what, two years, I guess. Have I had anything apart on that thing? Oh, wow. I still got to put the new links on the pitch links and I found one of the SAB servo arms had stripped on the spline and my little mishap at the hell extravaganza when I tipped it over. So the only damage that I found was that one servo arm. I actually got the pitch link and it was, they're okay, but they're a little bit loose because the way mm. they kind of pried off. Yeah. And they have God knows how many flights on them. So I figured might as well swap them, change them anyway. Yeah, definitely safer than sorry, right? Yeah, I mean, it's what, a dollar for four little plastic pitch links? or Because mm-hmm. the, the threaded part's fine, the metal yeah. part. It just needs right. little plastic ends. Yeah. And I have those, so that's not a big deal. That's kind of all I've been up to. I didn't get a chance to fly at all this week, so i got to take a no-fly. Didn't see them. But I did wrench on the gasser just a little bit, which is nice. more of an exercise in frustration. But, you know, so <laughs> it goes sometimes, right? I like that. Exercise in yeah. frustration. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you get those from time to time. Uh, so what about you, Kevin? Dude. You get some flying in? I got some flying in. Nice. I, wa- I want to say, first off, I almost have the glow go back together. Nice. Been working on that little by little just on and off the bench and working on some other stuff. My 3d printed R2D2 is coming along pretty nice. <clears throat> How I much st- more do you have with that? I mean, that's gotta be a Let's pretty crazy see. build, huh? Yeah. I mean, I, I started with the top of the body and I think I should have started printing out the bottom first, according to the instructions. I figured I would build it upside down, you know, cause I figured if the bottom doesn't come out <laughs> as great, nobody's going to see the bottom, but <laughs> there you go. The yeah. way he, the way he has it. Cause really what you're doing is you're building basically three different rings. It works out to about five, but they're just top and bottom pieces, but the three different rings mainly built, make the body. And you know, you want to get those as, as lined up as possible. You don't want to start out real wide with the bottom one or, you know, whatever your first one is. And mm-hmm. then, you know, right. you don't want it to be a cone. It's got to be like a cylinder, <laughs> you know, yeah. so, so I'm printing out the base. There's six base pieces. Those should be done today. I have the third ring on the top fully printed out and it, ju- it just, it blows me away that I, I know I say it all the time, but it's the way this guy designed it really ingenious to use 1.75 filament to align all the pieces and then three millimeter filament for some other like, 
vertical pe- you know alignment pieces really cool the way this guy did this and hmm. it's all out there for nothing and i really want to um next time i go on a site i think i'm gonna try and throw him some money on patreon because it's just amazing uh that this is out there you know like this really cool but it's coming along yeah but as far as rc goes like i said i've been working on the globo but i went to the field saturday and man i had one of the one of the good days at the field it was really cool i had i had one of those days where i was like sad to leave like i'm sad to leave a lot of times but it just went by so quick and i was just like oh man i gotta leave this sucks you know i flew that shrike plane brought that out to the field mm-hmm. i made that mike d shot some that? video uh that's a very cool plane man and amazing i've said it before you know it's amazing what you get for 140 bucks just really cool and i can't wait to do a review on that plane um had some mm-hmm. had some tweaking to do like I had to add some elevator to flaps and I had to add some elevator to the throttle, but I think that's just what you are in store for with a plane like this, you know? Yeah, that's a glider. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, the ailerons could have used a little more, you know, I had them cranked up. Um, but, uh, it was a really cool flying plane and it doesn't whistle as much as the Kunai, Steve, but when you could kill the throttle and come whipping by, you can definitely hear it. Oh, so it does have that like little whistle? It, you can hear, yeah, you can hear it cutting through the air. Yeah. You did. You didn't let Bill launch it for you, did you? No. Oh, no, uh, no. So no. Throw it downwind. Or yeah. Cause, no, he throws it into the ground. He throws it into the ground. Yeah, degrees, that's what I was saying. But, Not even downwind, just straight into the ground. I mean, I, I want to save a lot of stuff for the review, but uh, dude, that's basically half throttle, and it was just it was launching itself out of my hand. I didn't really have to throw it. It was really cool. Nice. That's awesome. Good, good, uh, good deal, man. Do they still make the Kanai? Do they have a new version of it? Or? I don't even know so, where. That was a great planes, and I don't. Yeah, that was on not around, Tower so. Hobbies, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, but Great Planes was the company, and I don't know if they're they're still around. I guess. I mean, I, I guess still have one. Horizon. I thought Great Planes was not was it not part of Hobbyco? I mean, they were the authorized seller. I don't think they were. I mean, maybe, maybe they were, but it doesn't even matter because everything got bought off from Hobbyco to Horizon Hobby, anyways. Yeah, so. you don't see the Great Plains stuff anywhere, so I thought that just it went m- away when Hobbyco went under. It could, yeah, it yeah. Could've. I don't know. I doesn't surprise me. I mean, I'm probably wrong too. I have a Kunai new in the box. Anybody want, is looking for one? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, her Muse is looking for one. Muse wanted it, but I don't know. I don't know if he still wants it because. He's thrown down with the big stuff now. I don't know. Yeah, that, yeah. Kid's, that guy's not messing around. No, he's no joke. Uh, but I also brought out my SBOC, the uh, the uh, FMS SBOC. And uh, just, I, I don't know why, I just threw that thing in for the hell of it. And uh wanted to see what I could use for a battery. And I started off with a 2200 4S and uh, bumped up to... 4S? Yeah. Okay. But, I, I thought you destroyed that thing at the at the golf course. Oh no, that was the balsa one. Yeah, yeah. Oh, this yeah, is yeah, a different the, one. This is a FMS. This is a foam one I bought oh, from right, from right. a guy at the club. Yeah, that story actually came up, uh, Jeff, what, uh, that last weekend. I was telling Mike D, this is the exact plane I had in balsa. I said I had one flight on that plane and it flew great. I landed it. 
and then I took off again. I had no business flying this plane. I definitely didn't have the experience needed to fly something like this. And I remember crashing it. And this is what I told him. I said, and Jeff said to me, that was a sound I'd never want to hear again. Yeah. <laughs> that balsa plane going in. That was awful. Yeah. Uh, that, I don't know. I, I, there was a few things I didn't like about that plane, but you know, you don't want to smash anything, but, uh, but no, I, <laughs> And I got you this. Don't? I got this from Cricky, man. And I put a 2200 4S in it, and I took a flight. And then I have like 3000 4S left over from the 4S Vigan that I had. And dude, that was perfect, man. It balanced out perfect. It flew really nice. They're doing a pattern flying event, I think, in a couple of weeks. I might participate in that. Uh, but I had a really good time messing around with that plane. I haven't flown a plane and, and like like that plane probably since the last time I had that at the field and you know, I've been concentrating on the helicopters more, which leads me to the 550 that I brought with me, the Oxy-5 and the 690. A couple flights. I was getting some flights in because there's only like three of us there, dude. And I'm getting my TikToks in order big time. Like I'm getting to the point where I can maintain them and not really get nervous closer to the nice. ground. Yeah. And to the point, Steve, where uh Mike D and... Eric were the other two guys at the field mm-hmm. and they were, tr- Eric was trying to, Mike D was trying him slightly, but Mike D needs to, um, like he's, he's good with what he knows. It's just, you could tell he was like really leery about trying it and, but he was getting it. Yeah. He's he knows also what, very heavy on the collective. Yeah. And he knows what to do. He, he was just like, you know, I just, it's a whole new like orientation thing. Like once you mm-hmm. flip that thing, yeah, over it's like also that. it's also a confidence thing. Like right, he, I mean, you see him fly his three D planes, man. He, yeah, he, you know, the orientation isn't as bad, but but yeah, it's different when you know if you're not sure of it and you're you don't want to crash your helis. <laughs> I think it was like like maybe my fourth or fifth flight of the day, and I was doing them. Nice. And uh, I heard Eric go, "Man, he's making those look easy," and I was like, "All right." And now I must, I must be doing something right if somebody's saying that, you know? Yeah, 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 for sure. Awesome. And I was trying some aileron TikToks too. I really don't do those that much, but, uh, no, it was, it was, it was good, man. I was really doing really well with all three models. I was doing funnels and I actually have been practicing on the sim slightly doing pirouetting funnels and I get to one section as it's coming around and I can actually do one on the sim, like a, a complete pirouette, not a complete circuit pirouetting. Mm-hmm. Just one pirouette and kind of maintain and i actually did that this weekend too like i got into one orientation i was like holy shit i actually didn't chicken out and completed a a pirouette you know Mm -hmm. that's awesome dude and i've been doing auto rotations like crazy dude like just crazy doing it with 690 and i tried it with the 550 and i even did a couple with the oxy 5 and that oxy 5 is I don't know, man. There's definitely a weight difference between the 550, the, the logo 550 and the Oxy 5, uh, because man, that Oxy 5 was screaming to get on the ground as quick as you could, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Does the, does the, the logo, does it weigh less than the Oxy? I think so. When I picked up the two during the day, you haven't weighed them. No, I haven't weighed them, but it definitely felt like it. And saying that it's probably heavier, you know? What are you? What are you running? Five fifties on the oxy? Yeah, on both of them. Yep. Yeah, I bet it really love some five seventies. Yeah, mm. can you fit it though? Without stretching? Yeah, I think out of, out of the box it'll fit five seventy yeah. something. I think nice. so. 
awesome. But but really having a really had a great day, man, at the field. And uh, you know, geez, I this this is I'm kind of getting into the time where I kind of almost talked about like last year to a point where like I'm comfortable with what I can do and I'm having a good time. And you know, it's now it's time to push a little more. Always equated to playing the guitar. Like I'm I'm getting to a point where. I can kind of make up solos on the fly, you know, as I'm playing guitar a little bit. And mm-hmm. yeah, I, I don't know what I'm going to start pushing with, but, uh, I definitely got to get some more orientation work down. Learn four point TikToks. Was that'll help you a lot with the orientation and just kind of, yeah, jarbling your mind because once you start going that nose left, it starts to get a little freaky. My last flight of the day was cool because I took off kind of sideways and I pushed out aileron and then I, I was inverted and then I flipped the tail around 180 and then pushed out again. And I was, I was kind of doing that too, you know, and it doesn't sound like much, but I was like, well, that's something I haven't tried, you know, and, mm-hmm. and I was just doing stuff like that. Just doing weird shit. Yeah. Nice. But it's fun, man. I had a, mm-hmm. I had a really good time at the field. Yeah. Awesome, man. I didn't mention it, but, um, my last flight on the gasser, I was doing TikToks and, um, half pure flips and stuff like that. And oh, nice. nice. You know, very gently, of course. Uh, and Andy, I did flip it inverted after like the second flight. I was like, screw it. I'm going to just nice and slowly with a, not giving too much, you know, collective, just bring it up, pop it over, pop it back over, you know. And but the last flight, I was like, let me try TikToks, like more like very slow tick, tock, tick, tock, you know. But it was doing it, even with that motor, the way it's, you know, rich and everything. Mm-hmm. And, like, the head speed not even being anywhere close to that. Uh, the half pure flips felt really good, too. But I did feel a little wobble. I need to increase that head speed now. Um, mm-hmm. You know, the dampeners and everything, it's just not a good fit for that 17, 17.50 head speed that I'm running on there, plus with the weight. So, so Steve, is there a reason you wouldn't flip that inverted on, like, the second gallon of break-in or something? Or they say not to? or? Second gallon or second flight? Or second like flight. Second yeah, tank? second tank full. Um, no, because I originally I never had a V-curve set up. It was just like oh, 0 okay. to 30%, you know, a mid-stick, and that was it. Well, that's a it. good reason. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then more recently, I started putting a V-curve, but the V-curve would literally be like, because the, the needles go from negative 100 to 0 to 100 positive, like, I was running like negative 40 straight line across or negative like you know or like a small v like 40 48 52 48 you know and going back up to whatever i said first i don't remember but um so like right i never had confidence in like if i if it like i don't know if i just like did it too low or just didn't flip fast enough that like i couldn't get in i couldn't dig into collect to save it so i didn't want to flip it i didn't want to risk it um at least not until I get my oh, first, you know, calendar. <laughs> you know. Wait a minute, Andy. What are you saying? Oh, well, he's, he's talking honestly, about his flying style. Oh. Well, but uh, yeah, <laughs> our listeners are never going to get that. What? I was trying to clear it up for our listeners that Andy was saying pussy. Oh, I'm sure they've heard it the three other times he said it. Oh, okay. <laughs> At least I heard it the three or four other I don't, times. I think I only. I think I only did one tank upright and then i would do even low head speed just i'd do like fly around then i would go inverted and fly around you can fly around inverted just as gently as upright i mean right there's really no it's just more more the transition 
that like if I were to dig in too deep, I would bog it in. I would, I was worried I just saw the motor, you know, because the uh, motor is really what's running so slow. I don't know. Oh my you're gosh! Killing Andy over there. You're killing Good. me. Good. Killing Good. <laughs> Watch my next gallon. I'm gonna do it all inverted, none upright. Oh, good. <laughs> no. That'd make me happy. Yeah. I want you the inverted pyro hover. That's what I do. Oh, inverted pyro hover. Yeah, yeah and then start I gotta moving get around. I, I gotta get that head speed up because it just wobbles like crazy. Dude, just wobble your head as you're flying, and it'll correct it. Yeah, stir. St- yeah, put a stir in there, and it'll smooth <laughs> it out. Well, that's how I would, I would <laughs> hover it, though. It's funny because I would do a stir to keep try to keep the helicopter, you know level like try to counteract that wobble which is very hard but um i don't know like i have to figure out the head speed on the thing i just i have no idea what i'm running i have no gov sensor i don't know anything like i don't have a tack why don't you have a gov sensor because it i can't run like i i run you know the spectrum backplate sensors on all my fuel models like all my nitros so i can't fit that on a that doesn't work on the internet buy a gov sensor I just got to buy one. I don't know. Line or just any of them will work. I think yeah. I used the line on the last one I got. Yeah, I just got to go buy something. I don't know. You I don't just... even have to do magnets or anything. You can mount it and use the magnets on the flywheel. It's so simple. No idea. There's no instructions with the gov sensor mount. At least there might be. I don't remember if I yeah, saw there are. Yes, there is. Maybe if on, there's not, then they're online. Yeah, maybe online. You got I just one from Carrie, the little gov sensor mount? I got it from the guy I bought the kit, but it was just like okay. a plastic bag with a mount in it. I don't know. Okay, well, I'll find the directions for you. Yeah, I'm sure I can find but it. The it thing mounts is like, it under, under the plastic cover, you know where the magneto is? It, no, it basically no mounts to that, so it's completely hidden. It's like super slick. Nice. Yeah, I mean, I never took that cover off. I never, I, I just wanted to get that through that first gallon before I do anything, just because that was the most important thing to so just break in that break in fuel or break in oil. Or yeah. whatever. All I know is like that it could be. I mean, I don't think it's that low because we did tack it at one point. Okay. And I tacked it to the point where I didn't get that wobble and it was around 1750, I think, or 1740. Okay. So, but now I'm getting a wobble again. So I think. The head speeds are kind of going back down. Yeah, you could probably doesn't, run 18. Doesn't the radio tell you yeah. what the head speed is? Not if you don't have a sensor on the heli. Too yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll get it. I just, you know, like I haven't ordered anything. I, I don't think I can get that from. I don't. I don't. I don't know. Maybe BK Hobbies has it. I didn't even check. Tell you the truth, I just, you know, I wanted to break it in. I still haven't even cut up the canopy yet, and I, I'm, I definitely need the canopy. That green tail. I forgot how awful a green tail is during like i don't know just when a helicopter is more than 100 feet away it's yeah. just yeah it, it, with no canopy it turns into a silhouette and i'm like yeah i need to cut the canopy sure. and put that on so yeah that's not good i'll just fly the sticks for now <laughs> <laughs> all right uh so shall we go into the main topic we shall all right fine. what is the main topic the two it's episode 200 Wow. The 200th episode. Uh, one of the main topics <laughs> or things that we want to uh, pinpoint to kind of talk about it is what's our favorite episode? Yeah, that's going to be difficult, man. I got I got four I picked out of the bunch. Um, and I guess I could go over those first since mine are written down and yours isn't. So we'll go, <laughs> okay. we'll go, uh, we'll go yours after. Um, so 185 
and that's uh, we're here at Urcha. I thought that was a great episode, and not just because we had a couple of drinks, but we did it in person, all three of us in person. And it wasn't in like a scenario where like you know we do, po- you know we do podcast records at, at Fun Flies, you know, especially at the Free Fall Heli Fest. Like we'll sit there and we'll do a podcast, but it's different, you know. This was like just us three talking and yeah. bullshitting and bantering. Compared to like having guests come up and other people and getting distracted and all this stuff. So I really enjoyed that yep. episode. That was a that lot was of fun, fun, man. Yeah. That was really cool. Yeah. I can't believe you guys don't do that more often. What, drink? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> or get together. Yeah. Get together and do it do it live like that. Like just even in, in someone's basement or whatever. Um, one of us lives in, <laughs> in Tennessee. Oh, so. uh, that's true. Yeah, yeah. A thousand miles away. Yeah, what was the drive? It would have been like a 14-hour drive or something? No, yeah, about 14. Yeah. It took me 12 hours to get to Allensfield. So yeah, what and that's you guys another like? two hours. Yeah, up. I mean, I like you guys, but not that much. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, let's see, the next one I marked down was uh, 130, episode 130, and it's uh, titled SAB with Bert and Kyle. And I really enjoyed this episode because they kind of went over their trip to Italy uh, where they went to the the SAB factory and um, you know met up with Tariq and a whole bunch of SAB pilots and the, obviously the owners Stefano and Rico, and they you know they they got to fly the Kraken and that was kind of a whole release party for the Kraken. Just to hear all that inside scoop was was awesome. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed that one. Uh, episode number one twenty six, listener series with Wes Pennypacker. Yes, that guy. I mean, you know, Wes is like. I don't know. Uh, how do you say? It? Like, uh, kind of like a man's man. Like, he's just so fun to hang out with bullshit and and talk shop, you know. So, so that was a great episode. And then what I found on one I put on was <laughs> uh, episode number ninety five, and that was Alex uh, Rose of MSH Helicopters. Mm-hmm. Just so this was back when MSH was a brand um, before yeah. they went under and then came back. But it was great to talk to Alex because he's been in the hobby. For, yeah. for quite a while he's very knowledgeable like he really knows his shit and um, also i just love how honest he is about the hobby because if there's bullshit he'll tell you it's bullshit like he'll yeah you know yeah. he'll speak his mind he won't sugarcoat shit or nothing like and i like that you know like be direct T- tell us what you really think right he, he was very succinct with the hobby he yeah. still is so yeah alex is a cool guy yeah yeah like you said he's very he's I enjoy listening to him on any podcast or anything because yeah. he has that knowledge. Mm-hmm. And like you say, he cuts through the bullshit pretty easy. Yeah, he's very sincere about his stuff, you know, that he talks about because he knows his shit too. Like, he really does, man. Mm-hmm. It's, so, so yeah, that was, that was, uh, so those are my four choices. Um, who want to go next? I can go. One of my favorite, uh, episodes, uh, I mean, dude, there's so many. I, yeah. I love all the listener ones. But I think one one of the aside from having Chris come on real early, Chris Reiber, and then you know Kyle Stacy come on with Chris uh, mm-hmm. real early, like I forget what episode that was. Um, was, it was about like under thirty, I think. It was, yeah. it was low. The nitro episode, love the smell. It was episode seventeen. Love the 17, smell of nitro yeah. in the morning, part two. Um, yep. The first time I, I thought that we kind of branched out from the people we know, other than. You know, Nerd Nick and, you know, some of those guys was Gina. She came on the show episode 42. That was the first time we talked to, mm-hmm. like, uh, 
a sponsored, you know, pro level, uh, helicopter pilot. That was, that was pretty cool. And then from there, it was just like, you know, Christy Amante was two episodes later. And mm-hmm. then, then we had Chad Capper on from flight test. I mean, the, the mad scientist behind the whole flight test thing. Yeah. Uh, which was, that was a great episode. I really enjoyed that. I totally forgot about that episode. And then dude, two, two episodes after that, Dan K. Reed. I mean, just. Oh, yeah. you all, did, all of the episodes with the RCHM boys. That was great. You did an amazing job of, of setting up the guests, man, over the years. Mm-hmm. But dude, one of the, if you were to just like wake me up out of a dead sleep and say, what was one of your, your favorite or funniest things that happened on the show? One of them has to be when we had Lane's planes on Lane from <laughs> Lane's planes. And he yeah, was talking about, guy who's very honest. <laughs> dude, when he was talking about hiring midgets to work for him and his wife yes. leaned over and you could hear her go, stop talking. I was, yes. that was hysterical, <laughs> stop dude. Stop talking. <laughs> stop talking. Oh man, what a great guy. And, yeah. uh, dude, that was just a lot of fun, man. We've had a lot of fun, dude, over the years. Indeed. Yes, we have. I mean, I was, I was going to go through like just some of the other ones. Mm-hmm. That, that I saw on here, but, uh, I mean, geez, we've had so many different, like, guests on and just so many. It's, it's really cool. I mean, this hobby is really cool. Like, I watch, you know, a guitar related YouTube show that a guy does and, and uh, I don't, I see him getting really good guitar players on, but they're unknowns. It's, it's really cool that we can get, like, a listener that we know really well, but also, like, a Burt Cameron or Kyle Stacy, you know, you can get somebody like that to come on the show and, and, and just shoot the shit. And for me, dude, I like, we know Rob McClellan for me Mm -hmm. to listen to other podcasts, like Burt and Kyle do their show. And when they talk about, yeah, McToon was doing this and down there, like that, I, I, I think it's just the coolest thing, man. Like, yeah, I I don't want to say this in the wrong way. There, there's a lot of egos in every hobby, but there really isn't like the ego in this hobby of, of things. I mean, there is, and there isn't, but it's really cool that there's, there isn't with, you know, this, this hobby and the, the, the podcasting that we do, you know? Mm -hmm. Wait, wait, did you just say that there was no egos? Well, I said there was, and there wasn't, but there in the podcasting realm, it's really cool that we can all talk about things. And I don't know. I don't know if I'm sounding like an idiot or what, but that would be, 201 episodes of me sounding like an idiot so everybody can kind of deal <laughs> with that we're used to it by now yeah mm-hmm. i'm sure everybody's used to it used to it and, and expected <laughs> of sorts right come on <laughs> no that's awesome though okay cool and uh dude uh for personal favorites though if i could mm-hmm. be selfish one of my favorite episodes that we do is at the end of the year when we do like the um the the new year's resolution and we go back i, I really, oh yeah uh-huh. i think that's really cool i like that on a personal level level yeah you know nice what about you andy well i'm a little bit different from you guys and in, in that for most of the podcast i was not on it so i was just a listener and during that time some of my favorite episodes were when you guys did the uh, podcast crossovers like with mm. the flight test community cast. And yeah, that was you good. did one with the hooligans. Mm-hmm. Right. And then, of course, I was there when we did the one with the, um, RC after hours. Yes. But it, because I, I was already listening to all these shows and listening to you guys at the same time. So it was cool to get kind of that 
I don't know, synergy or whatever. And here you ask each other different questions and, yeah. and stuff and you pick up little bits here and there. And any of the behind the scenes kind of stuff is, is what I always really enjoyed hearing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. The collaboration. Uh, part. Yeah. Collaboration stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. Uh, w- one of the ones I had the most fun with, though, in recent times was episode 153. Yes. When we did the pilot classification. Yes. Oh, right. That was awesome. And Made both up of all them that too, crazy too. bullshit. Yeah. That yeah. was that was a lot of fun. That was great. And I love the ones at the next episode, or it's, I don't know if it was 154, but it's around there where we had the listeners right. write right. in. And that was yeah. fantastic, too. That was. Man. Probably more funny than the ones yes. we had. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's great. But other than that, uh, like talking to some of the, I don't know, quote unquote names in the hobby, like Nick mm-hmm. Maxwell, Kyle Dahl. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed the episode with Josh Orchard because I had gotten a chance to meet him at Flight Fest yep. 2015. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I had talked with him a little bit. So it was really cool to hear him on the show like shortly after that. Nice, yeah. Uh, episode 88 with Will James. That was good, This too, was yeah. another kind of... That was... Kyle was... I mean, not Kyle. Burt was on that show, too. Yeah, right? Burt was on that Kyle, one, too. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, that was fun, just hearing him tell stories of the old days and all the, the stuff they'd gotten into and yeah, the building up Haley Freak. And just... I don't know. It's just really fun to listen to that stuff. Yeah, just to hear that uh, history. Right. Uh, All the ones with Bert were always really fun. Mm -hmm. Just to hear what kind of crazy shit Bert would say. The grumpy old man. Grouchy self. Grouchy, yeah. yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's just fun. I mean, it's kind of like one of the reasons I like Alex Rose. Mm -hmm. Bert just kind of, if something's shit, he's just like, oh, that's shit. Yeah, he's been know, in it long enough. He doesn't enough to really just... hold back very much. Yeah. And that's what we love about him. I mean, he kind of tells it like it is. <laughs> One of my favorite things he does on his podcast is he'll say something and he'll spend the next three or four minutes backpedaling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because he doesn't edit. So if he says something, he's right. like, ooh, maybe I should have said right. that. It's okay. Like, <laughs> yeah. He's like, well, what I really meant was blah, blah, blah. I'm like, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you, you said what you meant. But... Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> nah. We like to poke fun at him but mm-hmm. i love bert yeah uh, one more notable one i had here was george van gansen oh yeah all oh, right really fun mm-hmm. hearing you guys talk to him yeah yep it's yep. funny you mentioned josh orchard he's probably probably the one person from the flight fest flight test days that i still keep in contact with like besides oh, david really? Hill. Yeah, yeah yeah um yeah he has this cool project that i've been kind of I don't know. I mean, he's asked for advice, and I probably gave him some really poor advice. <laughs> but you know, uh, it's 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 interesting what he's working on right now. So yeah, yeah. I mean, he's a like master builder. I think. Yeah, yeah. You know, oh, totally dude. build everything. And mm-hmm. I watched him during, like I said, Flight Fest uh, 2015. The Bugatti. No, that's uh, that, was, that was in 2015. No, oh. Sikorsky. Yeah. So he goes from just having a pile of wood and a bunch mm-hmm. of sheets of foam. And I literally watched him build that entire plane over like three days. Right. Wow. Cause I spent most of my time in the build tent and I was kind of set up right across from him. Oh, okay. had my solder station and stuff. I was like, you know, helping kids showed a few how to solder and help them 
people needed tools or this or that or the other. So you so, you were there at that Fly Fest where we came up with this idea think, of doing yes. a podcast. It didn't meet you guys, but no, that's yeah. the one where the podcast was conceived, right? 15? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Over yep. Uh, what was it, a I bottle was of Jack Daniels that went way too oh, quick. Oh, yes. Way too quick. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I don't know where I'm like, can, do we have any more Jack? What happened to it? Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> isn't, isn't that funny, though? Like, you guys were all there and come up with the podcast. I was there. Just yeah. didn't happen to meet you. Yeah. And then 200 episodes later, here we are all together. Yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Uh, That's the way it goes. That's the way it works, though, man. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, Jeff, you got any favorite episodes? You know, honestly, I think my my favorites are are any of the ones that you're on, Kevin. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, those are my favorite. Those are my favorites too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I, I honestly, I just I haven't been following as, as closely as I should be. I mean, you've taken a pretty long break from the hobby, so it's kind of understandable. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, thank you for understanding. Nice. All right. So shall we move it on to the next portion of the main topic? This is going to be the fun part, I think. Yeah. Before we do that, yes. dude, I wanted to ask you guys a question, though, that I wrote down. Okay. Um, actually, two questions. One was, did you think we were going to make it to 200 or did you think that we were going to like you personally on the show was going to last until episode two. I guess it's more to like to for Steve and me and, and Andy, I mm-hmm. guess. Did he think we were going to make it to 200? Well, why can't I ask the answer that question too? You can. Okay. You want to well, go, go ahead, first? Andy. No, 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 no. I just want to oh, make I'll sure answer. I'm invited. Uh, when I listened to the first five episodes, I said, no way. <laughs> so we'll really? to 100. Oh, I love it. Wow. After Wait a second. about the th- I After was on about, the first five episodes. That's probably why. <laughs> that is After about why. the, the, you know, 20 or 30, kind of got in the groove and it all came together a little bit. But go, those first ones are, you know, a little rougher oh, around sure. the edges. I mean, for sure. We've never done anything. I like mean, that. I'm making a, I'm making a joke, obviously, but you ne- you never know. You, know. you always hope you get content and it just keeps going and going. But, uh, you know, yes. stuff happens and mm-hmm. you know how that goes. But after you kind of guys kind of got in the groove, it seemed like you had a good chemistry and everything. So I, I figured you'd be around for a while as long as you guys wanted to do it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. Which I guess is the second part of my question. <laughs> Did you think it, you were going to last until episode 200? Who, me? Yeah. You, Steve? Uh, yeah, let's see. When did I start? Like one forty something. Yeah, I don't something like that. You've been on a little over a year, so you think on yeah. the average. 50 yeah, episodes I, I was hoping I would stay more than three or four before you guys kicked me off. But you know, so far so good. Your probation's almost over. Yeah, good. <laughs> How many have you been on, Andy? When did you start? Let's see. I started. We did your first episode, which was part of the listener series. Yeah, that was. Like one, was it one? I started at one thirty-two. One thirty-two. Okay. Yeah, and then I had the one before, like six months before that. Yeah. June twenty-eighth. No, July sixth. My bad. Okay. So, a year and almost a half. Mm-hmm. 
So let me see here. Um, so what was the first part? I just want to make sure I, I get the question right. It was, uh, did you think that we would make it to 200 episodes? Yeah. Yeah. And then the second question was, did you, did I think I would make it to 200, right? Like I would still be yeah. motivated enough. Um, so the 200 episodes, I, I had no doubt in my mind we could do 200. I had no doubt in mind we could probably do up to 300. Um, which is going to be another what? Two years. Two, two years. A little shy of two years. Yeah. Right. Um, as far two as I can make exactly. it. Yeah. I mean, I, I had no doubt that I could make it to 200. Um, I'm sure my wife was probably like, God damn, when are you going to get sick and tired of this shit? So I don't have to lose you on a Tuesday night. Um, but you know, I'm still here. We're still cranking them out. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think we're going to keep going until we're just like, either fed up with each other, which I don't see that happening, or we jump out on a hobby or the hobby dies for some reason, right? FAA, I don't know. The government something. kills yeah, it? The government, yeah, you know? Um, and then until then, we'll probably then switch it to something else, like the Raspberry Pi 3D we'll printer podcast. Yeah, the 3D printer. <laughs> yeah. You know? Slash, yeah. Computers or podcast. woodworking or just, you know, <laughs> DIY, right? Just just DIY yeah. in general, right? So um, potentially, you know. But yeah, I, 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 two hundred. Yeah, that's a walk in the park for us. You know, we don't, we don't produce forty-five minute episodes. We, we produce two to three hour episodes. So, <laughs> doing two hundred episodes is kind of our wheelhouse. You know. Yep. <laughs> I don't know. The, I don't th- <laughs> the questions just came to me as I was driving along one day. You know. Mm-hmm. And I guess I feel the same way you, you do, Steve. You know, like it, it kind of two hundred kind of came up quick, man. I, yeah. I, I think you know. Really didn't even think about it. So quick that we kind of was like, oh, shit, what do we do for our 200th episode? Yeah. And it was like that for like the last three, four months. We're like, shit, what do we do? Mm-hmm. You know, Andy's freaking popping pain pills because he's going through some anxiety. Like, oh, my God, what are we going to do for 200? Right. <laughs> I'm kidding. Why, why would you pills, pop obviously. pain pills for so anxiety? Be, so you could be dead inside. I don't know. Yeah. You get high. I don't know. His analogy went off the rails. It did. Just like this episode's gonna, just <laughs> like every episode kind of does. Yeah, pretty much. I got a, I got a question for you guys. Mm-hmm. Some people, well, a lot of people doing a podcast every week end up kind of getting burnt out with the whole hobby and the whole thing. Maybe I'm just because I'm new to it, but I've found it to keep me more engaged in the hobby, like looking stuff up, or even if I don't fly. I feel like I'm still connected to the hobby just by doing the podcast. So mm-hmm. it's it's almost had a opposite effect on me. Like even times when I might start to get a little bit burnt out or something, I get on here and record an episode and then I can just get refueled, ready to go again. So what what do you guys what's your take on that? Do you, do you feel like it's cause burning you out quicker or keeping you fueled? Um, it, it, clear, it clearly burnt me out <laughs> <laughs> real fucking quick after the third episode <laughs> third of, yeah. that's a that's a pretty good uh question andy yeah uh, i don't think i don't know for me you know i put a lot of time into the I, you know i always say into editing and stuff like that and but uh yeah you put in way more time than yeah. any of us yeah 
It's uh, it no, and it really, you know, I've I've found it as as kind of an outlet to talk to people at Fun Flies and get to know other people, and and just it's mm-hmm. been great. And as far as that, to like just to meet other people, like and that I probably oh, would yeah. never have walked up and talked to before, or her, or yeah, never would have walked g- up to me. You're right. And all people walking up to you to say, you know, what yeah, they right. say, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's another good point. I hadn't even thought about but 100 percent for me because i'm generally more shy introverted mm-hmm. so i won't go up and talk to people exactly like at a fun fly but by being on the show people come talk and you know if you yeah, it opens introduce a, a yourself to some, a group at mm-hmm. least one or two of them kind of know who you are so so it kind of break it's kind of an icebreaker in that respect yeah for sure yeah, for me, I'd say it kind of doesn't matter. Like, I don't know. I, f- I feel like even the episodes I I, I miss or something, it, it, I, I I don't know. I, I see myself as a lifer in this hobby. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it's whether we do the podcast or not, I'm still going to fly. I'm still going to be motivated to fly. Um, I do definitely get more motivated, I would say, when um, – you know, when we're talking and we got like a fun flight coming up where we're going to all meet up and stuff like that, really that those scenarios really drive me like, oh, man, I can't wait. You know, like like Urcha this year mm-hmm. was freaking amazing, you know, and not only because like, you know, we're going to hang out with you, Andy, but like Kevin's coming for the first time, too. You know, so it's like mm-hmm. just added to it like, oh, man, it's going to be so much fun. We're going to have so much great times. Like Kevin doesn't even know what he's in <laughs> for, you know, <laughs> like so it's, it's just yeah, it was, was cool. Fun. Um, so things like that, but like on a normal week to week, like, uh, if I don't get a chance to fly, at least I could talk about flying. I talked about the hobby with you guys. So I guess, I guess it still does. I guess it does drive me a little, you know, the only yeah. time I think it's a little bit of a chore is, uh, when I go to a, uh, an event like Urcha and I talk to so many people, like I want to have my phone out. I want to make sure I, I write down this guy's name. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I want to make sure I talk about him on the show. You know, because he took the time out of his holiday or whatever his, you know, vacation, vacation yeah. to come up and talk to us. It's, and so I, I kind of, I, I get a little stressed because I want to make sure I, I get everybody's name and I don't want to forget anybody, but you know, sometimes it happens and you know, what are you going to do? Sorry. <laughs> we need to, yeah, we need to do a selfie with everyone we talk to. Yeah. Remember their names. Yeah. Yeah. Good idea. But even a selfie, be like, oh, I remember that person. We'll get a, his name. We'll get a, <laughs> yeah, we'll get a stack of those. Uh, Hello, my name is stickers. Yeah, there you those, go. Put <laughs> your name on it, and then we'll take a selfie. How about, how about we, you know, take the take one of those things where you put like these little, they sell them at Target and Walmart. It's all like a little thing where you can put letters on it. And we can say like LA <laughs> County Sheriff's yeah. Department with a or number in their little, name. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or just a whiteboard and a trial race. <laughs> oh, whiteboard. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> You guys are making it more of a chore. <laughs> uh, but yeah, definitely. Um, a selfie with like just tagging the name or something in the metadata to mm-hmm. the picture would be fine. But yeah, something because I'm terrible with that. You oh, know? yeah. I can't remember anyone's name. Yeah. Like, hey, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we asked our listeners to call in and leave us some voicemails. What they liked. Hopefully, they left their names. I don't Damn, think you guys. You guys got that kind of technology going on in this thing. Hell yeah! yeah. Wow. Yeah. All After right. Two hundred episodes. Right. I hope we have some. 
type of technology or some type of added, you know, things to this show. <laughs> All right. Sure. So how do you want to do this? We're going to play the first, like the oldest one to the to the most recent ones today. Yeah. I guess we're going to get into the meat and potatoes here. Yeah, this let's is, do it. because We got a lot. This is October 21st. Yeah. You guys said 30 minutes or less on this pizza. What the hell's going on? <laughs> All right. I know who that is. Yeah, Mike D. Mike D. <laughs> All right, here's the same date, October twenty first, twenty fifth. Hello, uh, Mr. and Mrs. Freefall. <laughs> this is Keith Barr from the Commodore Hotel in Fredericksburg, Virginia. You were just here for this spring ting helicopter contest. <laughs> uh, so we've got a problem. So when you folks left your room, you left this um, embarrassing uh, blow up doll. Uh, the staff didn't want to touch it, so one of the guys, you know, chucked it out the window. The wind took it, and the reason for my call is now we have we have a, a pair of tits on our flagpole and a ass on our rain gutter. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> oh, my. Who the hell is that? That's, That's Mike D. He's using a no. That's the planker. Yeah, it's the planker. Oh, God. <laughs> Did you play a little bit of that again? So is the volume good for you guys? Yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. Just play a little more. It's a little low, I think. Yeah, you can go up a smidge, but it, I mean, it depends on the record of person. With, it's you know. gonna be hard to hear after it's all done. Mm. All right, next one is the same date. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I want to know who's the Einstein over at Freefall that thought publishing a phone number wasn't <laughs> gonna keep me from fucking with you guys. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Okay, October right. 25th. Hello, my friend. I am calling the, the Freefall Artsy Podcast. You know, you asked me to tell you what my favorite part of your podcast is. There was a guy in Southern California. His name was James Gaddis. He was a brilliant man. You know, you should have him on your show more often. He <laughs> must be one of the most genius, brilliant people I have ever heard on a podcast. Probably the greatest oh, RC helicopter pilot ever. No, no, sorry. That is a guy by the name of Kyle Stacian. I did see that man one time. He's amazing. I wish I could get him to a slurpy festival. I would send tons of slurpies and even trade a few for a butt ugly camel. Anyway, Kyle is wonderful. Forget Who is Kyle Stacey, Kyle Stacey, Kyle Stacey. One other thing. This, uh, this crazy guy you have, his name is Michael Dean? Dean what? I don't know. Anyway. He, uh, he uses lots of foul language and uh, sometimes it's, uh, you know, inappropriate for family audiences. And he tried to sell his daughter for a Kraken. What the hell is a Kraken? I don't even know. Anyway, I just wanted to tell you it's been very enjoyable. And I look very forward to your podcast every single time. I cannot believe I'm going to be featured on podcast number 200. Oh, my God. Please <laughs> for everybody. If you come into my store on seven eleven, that is July eleventh, you will get the free Goodbye. I love you all. And uh, by the way, Mr. Andy, I really like your accent. The accent is a good thing. It means it is indicative of the fact that you are a brilliant man and can speak multiple languages, or maybe not. I don't know. You're from the South. I don't know. But either way, I like you, Mr. Andy. I really do. And uh, Kevin, please stop drinking. And uh, Mr. Steve, well, uh, I have nothing to say other than the fact you need to bring that guy, James Kadeek, back on. Okay. I love you very much. Happy, 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 happy day. Uh, congratulations on episode number 200. 
Oh, wait, wait. One more thing I want to reflect on. I think it's so important if you think about it. There's another guy that makes an appearance on your show every now and then, and he really acts like a butthole. I, you know, I forgot his name. He started to, I don't even remember. It doesn't matter. I'll make enemies if I start talking about him. But he thinks he's all that in a bottle of chips. Maybe he needs to meet Kyle Stacey and uh, learn something or two. Oh, about, uh, is this what a, a Steve joke? Helicopter. Anyway, I am babbling and babbling is a big problem of mine. I'm so sorry. I'm acting like a butthole myself. Once again, congratulations. I'm so happy for you. 200 episodes. That means you have a big mouth and lots of patience. God bless you, Fleefall RC. And don't forget about James Kennedy. Oh, my God, dude. <laughs> yeah, I recognized him the first second. Yeah, me too. <laughs> All of that in a Are bottle we, of chips. <laughs> do we need that uh, disclaimer where it says the uh, opinions and views expressed in these right, voicemails right, right, do yeah, not express our own? Yeah, do not yeah. represent free fall. Yeah, I think sure. so. <laughs> what you said. Yeah, whatever you we, said. That we, might, we, we might need that. I don't know. That works. That's enough for me. I don't, you know. Yeah. All right, guys. I, I think I'm going to run to 7-Eleven and get a Slurpee. Okay. Uh, yeah, I know, right? Makes me want to have one, too, now. <laughs> but I, I want to thank you guys for having me on the uh, 200th episode. No, yeah, thanks for no coming problem. on, dude. I, I definitely appreciate it. Um, I'm very happy for you guys. I, 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 I couldn't imagine making it this far. Um, so I'm very impressed with uh, what you guys done, what you've guys grown the channel into. I think that's awesome that you guys, you know, get noticed when you're out in the, you know, community and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But th- that's awesome, man. I, I'm again thankful for you uh, asking me on the uh, 200th episode, and I wish you guys many, many more. Awesome. Thank you, man. Thanks, man. Thanks. I'm glad you can make it. Yes. Well, thank you yep. for having me. Andy, it was nice meeting you. Yes. Same. And uh, I will talk to you guys soon. All right, Jeff. Take All care, right. man. Right. Good night. Take care. All right. All right. Okay, so let's uh, move it on to the next voicemail. Oh, man, James. There's that was a, a lot here from the to, from the 25th. Um, just just keep playing them. So I would just say, here's the 25th, and just play them back like one after another. Okay. And then yeah, just, when we get to the 26th yeah. or the next day, just play. Say, okay, this is from the 26th or whatever the next day is, and okay. just play them all. You don't have to say it after each one. You know what I mean? Okay. Uh, transcription not available. Oh, by the way, I forgot to mention to you, <laughs> this guy you keep talking about, Bill, and listen to me. There is nothing wrong with talking about him. He is brutal. You know what I heard? I heard that that man would go so far as to take the battery from his mother's life support if she needed it for his camera. My God, what kind of man is that? He's rude. Anyway, pray for him. My God, he's a big mess. Oh, yes. Uh, there's lots of other things I'd like to talk about, but then if I keep talking, then I'm going to act like Javier. So I'm so sorry. Oh, James Dennis, he was the most brilliant guest you ever had on your show. I don't know why I feel like saying it. I just feel so compelled. Okay, have a good day. Oh, my God. 200 episodes. That is wonderful. <laughs> Bye. All right. Oh, totally unscripted yeah. and... <laughs> Uncensored. Yeah, this is the best. Oh, oh my, my god. god. <laughs>
<laughs> All right, let's keep rolling on. I'm Just a rant. Listen, I've been listening to your show for a long time. I got to tell you, man, we need to bring brothers like you into the hood. <laughs> get that helicopter flying up there. Maybe y'all can get some of that stuff in where you got the cameras so we can find the 5 0 when they come this way. <laughs> y'all is good at what you do. <laughs> Sorry about that smoke. <laughs> There's a lot of smoking up in this mud, but you know I just gotta tell you, man. Yeah, your show is the bomb, and your 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 boy Kevin. Yeah, you know he be talking about that vodka. Yeah, you come over the hood in Southern California. <laughs> we got some more of that for you. <laughs> but you might have to pour it out before you try for the first time, if you know what I mean. Anyway, enough of that nonsense. Listen, y'all. You gotta, y'all gotta just come, y'all gotta come out with some more of that stuff. Get them helicopters in the hood. That's what we need, bro. And I ain't talking about a ghetto bird. We got plenty of them. We don't need no ghetto birds. We need a helicopter, you know what I mean? With a camera and everything. Just the brothers be controlling for a change. <laughs> All right. 200. <laughs> 200 episodes. That's great, man. I know brothers ain't got 200 days to live. You know what I mean? Oh, that was spooky up in death. Ah, oh, never mind. We didn't talk about them. Anyway, 200. <laughs> Congratulations, bro. <laughs> I got nothing but love for you. Oh, by the way, you know that homie up there? Uh, yeah, his name is James. Yeah, he was on your episode a while back. You know, that guy cool. You feel me? <laughs> anyway, you know that. Y'all cool. Bye. Oh, my God. Oh, enough boy. enough yeah. of that. <laughs> All right, next you sure one. That's enough. Oh man, let's see the next one, huh? Hey guys, <laughs> sorry, it's the middle of the night, and I'm, there's somebody downstairs in my house. If it's <laughs> one of you guys, don't sit. If it's if it's not one of you guys, don't say a word. <laughs> All right, if it's not you guys, cool. All right, I'm I'm gonna go shoot them. And then I'll call you back later. Bye. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> this might not have been a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to pee in my pants. I want him shooting at me. No, dude. Like he'd miss. He's not going to miss. Uh, oh, yeah. He's a sharpshooter. He's a master class. <laughs> oh, God. Hey, I'm uncertain if I should get shampoo and conditioner or shampoo with conditioner. <laughs> what's, what's the deal on that? Oh, Mike, I don't know. <laughs> uh, always shampoo with conditioner. We're men, for crying out loud. You don't need two bottles. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you have long enough hair that you need shampoo and conditioner, go back to the 80s. You need to get a haircut. Hey, free fall, guys. This is John Pruitt. He'll be Rocky Boy over on the flight test forum. Rocky Boy. You guys yeah. A while now. Many years, it seems. I'm pretty sure that I've caught the whole show. Anyway... You lose me once in a while with all that helicopter talk. I'm mostly a planker myself, but I have fun with just about anything that flies. And someday, someday, you guys will get back to talking about balsa again. Because that's actually what I usually do when I'm listening to your show. <laughs> Stand around of the workshop and make balsa into little bits and pieces and dust. Nice. But anyway, keep it up. Love the show. Love hearing you guys talk about what all kinds of crazy RC and other stuff you've been up to it. Even if I have no idea what the heck a Piro flip is. <laughs> awesome. Thanks, John. That's thanks. great. Yeah, thanks, nice. John. Rocky boy. Rocky boy. Huh? And I think Excellent. we got a couple more from him, too. Hey, Rocky boy again here. All right. So I got a little farther in uh, the show that's not quite 200 yet. You guys talked about the escape rooms and hitting one in Virginia. Absolutely. Hit me up. 
there's a couple of them here in the Northern Virginia area, one in Alexandria where I live. Uh, it's a lot of fun. they got four separate rooms, and they turn them over every six, nine months or so. They throw a new design in. Um, there's another set of them down in Georgetown in D.C., um, and, uh, and a few more. I think that there's another set out in Tyson's Corner. So, yeah, we've, we've got quite a few of these things around here. So the next time you're heading down to Fredericksburg uh, for whatever heli event, um, let's, let's hook up and do this. It's a lot of fun over here. Oh, Every hell yeah, day, John. Or probably in about another 20 minutes from the podcast, actually. <laughs> yeah, definitely, John. Uh, I, I love doing yeah, tapers, awesome. so definitely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we should sure. do that. Yeah, I'd say Spring Fling is probably the next event um, You know, we'll be down there for, so let's right, do it. I'm, I'm trying to adjust okay. the volume on the fly if they're okay. low like this, so bear with me. Sure. Hey, Rocky Boy here again. You know, you're really going to regret putting this number out here. Okay? <laughs> now, we could just keep going all night. So you say that uh, that you're just going to listen to him straight on the show because he wants your honest reaction. <laughs> I mm-hmm. call bullshit. It's just because you're too lazy to listen to him ahead of time. And I completely <laughs> agree. I would be too. Um, and, yes, I completely agree with Andy. Uh, uh, the translation service will will help us all understand Great Eagle Jr., um, I bet the guy's got a, a freaking PhD and he's brilliant. Um, he's just screwing with us. All right. Let me get back to the show. Bye. <laughs> nice. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, guys. Rocky Boy again. All right. So we got to the part of the show where everyone's talking about what do we got next in the hobby? And, you know, I always talk back to you guys when I hit part of the show anyway. <laughs> but now you give me a phone number so I can record it. <laughs> nice. So, yeah, what I'm up to next? Uh, well, I just finished building a Barnstormer 250 kit uh, from the new kit cutter Willy Nilly. Um, a really fun little uh, little balsa plane. Looks like a little ugly stick, uh, but uses nice. a quad motor, an 1806 quad motor, a little 12 amp. Uh, so it's just a cute little thing, 29 inch wingspan. But anyway, I just finished it up uh, last night actually. So hopefully, I'm going to get that to field and fly with it this weekend. Get the maiden flight. Uh, next thing on my workbench, I'm uh, finishing assembling a um, a new wing for an Ace All-Star biplane that I built uh, about a couple of weeks ago. Um, the original one that I built has those Ace foam wings, uh, where it's, uh, it's those old classic, I don't know if they're hot wire cut or molded, but uh, yeah, the foam wing kit. So I built it. Originally, just like the plans had it, where there were no ailerons, it was just a three-channel biplane. Um, and I flew it, and uh, yeah, it handled okay, like a three-channel biplane. So you come in for a landing on a crosswind, and and you're clenching up and trying to steer <laughs> with your shoulders and Ugh. and try to level out. Um, yeah, so now I'm building uh, a new bottom wing for it. Uh, it's going to have some ailerons with it. So I've got that on the nice. right now. And then, uh, yeah, that one will definitely be done by midweek. And then what are we going to do at the end of the week? I don't know what we're going to do after that. I've got a couple of projects. I've got a, a couple of planes that I picked up uh, at a, our RC auction that you guys missed. You called and told me about it. Man, we had, well, I suppose the helis were a little older. Some of them are actually uh, fly bar helis. Um, but we had a dozen helis from an estate. Uh, they sold at our RC swap meet. Some of them for twenty bucks. Wow! 
Wow. All loaded, electronics, motors. Most of them were nitro or glow, but there were a couple electrics as well. Um, this stuff just went for crazy cheap because we just didn't have that many people into helis that were down there. We had some good buys there. But anyway, so I got this uh, crazy 3D style plane that needs a motor and an ESC. I'll probably get that all assembled up next. Um, it's the ugliest plane in the world. I'll, uh, I'll be posting about it over on the flight test forums in the balsa section. Uh, come check it out. It is, it is gold, it is purple, it is orange, and it is checkerboard. And, and I think it cut him off. Yeah, probably hit the three minute mark. Yeah. Okay, so this is, uh, October 26th. Awesome. Real quick. No, I was going to say, we should get Rocky Boy on the show because he does do a lot yeah, of balsa builds absolutely. and stuff. I think it'd be good to get him on the show to talk about Because yep. I don't even know where you can buy balsa kits anymore, you know? Yeah. And I'm sure a lot of listeners would love to hear uh, some there's of that places, stuff. But, well, my yeah, ears perked yeah. up when he said there's a new place, whatever he mentioned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because so. I'm the same awesome. way. I don't even know where you, where you go for kits anymore. Uh, yeah. uh, RC Roundtable guys are always talking about kits from here and kits from there. There's a, there's a mm-hmm. few around. Yeah, yeah. So, cool. All right. Sorry about that. Let's uh, get to the next one. Okay. Hey, Jane. Hey, honey. Uh, listen, I'm just finishing up at the shop now. And, uh, I got all my, uh, I got my costumes. So you're going to get a visit from the sexy lumberjack. So oh, make sure you yeah. answer the door properly. See you soon, baby. Set the wrong number. Oh, <laughs> Mike. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. Oh, dude. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Hey, Steve, Kevin, and Andy. It's Pete Delacruz from Nederland, Texas, just down the road from Jimmy Jones. Jimmy Jones. Wanted Jimmy to Jones. say congratulations on your 200th episode. You guys are definitely the most prolific in getting episodes out, and I look forward to them every week. Definitely keeps the juices flowing uh, between the weekends when I get to fly. Don't give up on that RCHN reunion. It was good to hear uh, Dan and Nick's voice. Love to hear what the other guys are up to. Keep up the good work, and congratulations on 200 episodes. Goodbye. Awesome. Oh, Thanks, man. Pete. Thank you, Pete. That Dude, that was, that was great. great voicemail. Yeah, that was awesome. Thank you, Pete. Wow. Go poke Jimmy Jones. Yeah. <laughs> poke him with a stick or something. Don't poke the bear. All right. Just want to let you guys know you're awesome, and I appreciate everything you do. Awesome. Okay. Thank you. I don't know who that was. Yeah, I was just calling yeah, uh, sure. for the 200th episode. I just wanted to say that I love quadcopters. Uh, <laughs> me and my boy got a couple of them down at the Radio Shack, and, uh, boy, we just had a blast with them, wrecked them a couple times. And since I've uh, I've been working on them, I went and got me some uh some new blades and some battery packs at the Radio Shack, and I really consider us to be enthusiasts now. Um, I'm telling you, I love it, and I, I just want to say, I just want to shout out to Radio Shack on those double uh, A AA and triple A batteries that are rechargeable. <laughs> they got that little silver charger, man. I'm telling you, that is the way to go. Y'all ought to talk about those on the show sometime. But uh, yeah, keep doing what you're doing, man. <laughs> Oh my god, Jack. dude! That's first, cool. We got a message from 2010. Yeah, I, I know. How did, that, from the past. That's awesome. Oh my god! I didn't think that was possible. <laughs> oh shit, Andy! 
What? Oh my god, we got a message from 2010. Oh man. Yeah, At first, awesome. I thought he was serious. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I didn't want to start like- laughing, but then I couldn't help it. I'm trying to figure out who this is because it's an 865 oh. area code, which is Knoxville. So I wonder if it's somebody oh, that man. I know. Yeah, probably, huh? Ray Bacon? I don't know. I don't uh, know. Uh, right. I don't know. I don't recognize the voice, but that's pretty good. This is from the next day, uh, October 27th. Okay. Awesome. Thank you for <laughs> leaving that voicemail. Okay, I know who this. I know who that is. Okay, same yeah. day. Just because of this next one. Okay. Same number. <laughs> what? for him to say my precious yeah. yeah at one point i was thinking whether do i do i hack my foot off with a hacksaw or do i try and get the key out of the dead corpse like, <laughs> you guys ever watch that twin peaks movie where they had that little guy oh. and he was talking all backwards it sounded just like that yeah wasn't that a show i don't know it's a show movie yeah it was a movie you saw it it was a movie show huh no, Twin Peaks is the movie. The, he, he watched the whole series one after another and thought no, it was a movie. No, it's a movie. It's a movie. You just don't know what you're talking but about. But he watched them backwards. It's it's a movie. <laughs> oh, you guys are being stupid. Um. All right. On to the next one. This is October 28th. Hey, now. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys. It's Scott Graham in Charlotte, North Carolina. Just giving you guys a phone call. I wanted to say, President I, love the podcast. I listen to every episode on the way to work, and you guys rock. Keep it up. Thanks. Oh, man. Thanks, Mr. Thank President you, Scott. Graham. Thanks, Scott. 
That's how you leave a voicemail. <laughs> but you got to start off with, hey, now? Well, no, you just got to be, yeah, you know, to the point and clearly heard. Give your name, his town. You did everything right. Mm-hmm. Hey, you guys. Most uh, nearly awesome heli dudes. Hey, great job on the show. Keep it up. I met you guys at Urcha. Um, oh, briefly. Urcha. Uh, name's Bob, and I uh, really like your show. Keep it up. Thanks. Awesome. Thanks, Thanks Bob. Bob. All right. So we'll move on to the next one. Hey, guys. Steve, Kevin, and Andy. Ed Johnson here, brought to you by my daily commute <laughs> through the Lincoln Tunnel. Bumper <laughs> nice to bumper traffic. I just wanted to say I appreciate everything you guys do for the hobby and putting on the podcast. Uh, your podcast doesn't make the traffic go away, but it helps. And uh, <laughs> keep up the good work. Uh, new product reviews. I, I love what you guys do with that. And just your typical banter. And uh, uh, bring out some more movie reviews. I've been uh, getting quite a collection of movies on my uh, home theater system, so it's uh, nice to hear you guys talk about some of the stuff I've uh, watched and uh, see what you think about it. Anyway, uh, stay flying, and uh, I hope to see you guys at the field. Be good. Nice. Thanks, Ed. Thanks. Oh, that was Thanks, awesome, Ed. man. Ed's the man. All right, here's the next one. Hey, Free Fall RC Podcast. Long-time listener, first-time caller. My name's Cam Taylor from the Great White North near Mirabelle, Quebec. Right now, I'm just sitting in my big rig near Boston on my 10-hour break listening to episode 198. Been a listener since near the very beginning. Don't worry, I listen to them all. I don't know what my favorite episode is, but I do know when I was cruising down I-90 one time near Rochester, New York, a car with a license plate, Heli Guy, passed me. Hey, was that Robert? (laughs) Anyway, it was epic. Also practicing my Spanish. How's this? Morra viejos. Anyway, <laughs> happy 200. That's now what do good. I do? Hang up? What do I press? Star? Pound? Bailout? Help, help, help. <laughs> <laughs> nice, guy. Nice. Oh, yeah, nice. that's awesome. Thank yes, you. it was Rybert with Heli Guy. <laughs> yes, it was. <laughs> I love how it translates, uh, you know. <laughs> the, the are, you, are, you, are you looking at the transcripts? I'm looking at the transcripts now yeah, because I want to be able to understand funny. it. Oh, and it's yeah. funny because it they're, says, uh, they're crazy. you know, I'm practicing my Spanish. How's this motor home? <laughs> That's how it translated more to Diego's. <laughs> How's this motor home? <laughs> yeah, anyways. Yeah, some of them are Did you notice all the ones with James Cadiz? It had nothing. It couldn't, yeah, it's it like, couldn't translate. We don't know. Yeah. We don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this is October 29th. Hey guys, Mike D calling. Uh, Andy, Steve, Kevin, I've said this to your face in the past and I want everybody else to hear it too. Um, my RC life is better because you three are in it. Thank you for everything. Damn. Oh man. Serious there, man. <laughs> Gonna make me cry. I know. Thanks, Mike. Oh, thanks, Mike. You're a great buddy in the hobby, too, man. Dude, he, we've said it before. He does so much for the hobby, man, yeah. in our club yeah. and just. He does so much for our club, so much for everyone, all the members. Yeah. For all sure. right. So, cool. same day. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the 200th episode of the Free Fall RC Podcast. This is your boy, Chris B. from the ROC. 
Steve is smoking up the joint with the nitros. Kevin is doing blade farts. And the beans at the Northeast bought a helicopter named Marie. And Andy's lighting fires in the field. Fire! Fire! <laughs> the only thing left for Steve, Kevin, and Andy to do is to hug it out with Bill. Here's to the next 100, 200, 300. Ah, fuck it. So on and so forth. Y'all keep up the great work. See ya! <laughs> nice. Thanks, I don't know. Chris. <laughs> to be honest, I don't really want to touch Bill. So no, no, it's better if Nobody you don't. Looks like he could be sticky. Yeah. <laughs> uh, awesome. Okay. You know who that was, right? That was Chris Breams. Yeah. Nice. I like how he started like a radio show. That was cool. Yeah. Awesome. Hey okay, guys, what's one. up, Stewie uh, Tate checking in. The big two hundred, just doing the part. I'm sure it's noted the Disney trip is coming up this week, two days away from today. Be in Florida for 11 days. Nice. I'm not allowed to uh, purchase anything heli related. (laughs) Uh, I do have an idea for a raffle, maybe if, I don't know how you can put it together, but if, uh, a cost of a heli or maybe a V control touch, uh, the tickets were sold between five and twenty dollars and after all the tickets are sold to cover the expense I pull the raffle after all the tickets are sold pull the raffle and the winner could be maybe that's a good idea for the 200 show I don't know how you put it together but just an idea alright guys looking forward to the next show and the big 200 see you soon thanks Jimmy thanks Jimmy thank you yeah, I mean, raffles are cool. Um, I feel like the Heli Hangouts got a lot of slack about raffles, so maybe we'll do something like that, but I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. Seems like a can of worms to me. Yeah. But, yeah, have fun at Disney. I know you're probably there now listening to this, if you are. Uh, I did see your post about at least you can sim while you're there, so that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so have a good trip, man. Yeah, I saw that. That was cool. Yeah. It's like I snuck the transmitter. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Awesome. All right, let's go to the next one here. Okay, next one is Wednesday. Hi, guys. Steve Wattenberg from Albany, New York. I have been waiting for you guys to show up here for indoor flying. Oh, shit. On Sundays (laughs) from noon to 6 p.m. at 1300 Second Avenue, Waterville League, New York. So, we start this Sunday. Maybe I'll see you this year. (laughs) Anyhow, I've been listening since... You started, um, I think maybe episode two. I did go back and listen to episode one at some point in time. Podcasts are how I spend my time on my commute, and uh, my son, who sits next to me uh, most of the time while I'm listening to this, also wants to always listen to the podcast if I'm in the car. He doesn't want anything else. So, um, yes, I've run into you at uh, Ram Show, AMA East, whatever it is, uh, a couple times, and... Uh, no, I'm happy to see that you guys are keeping it going, and uh, it's been a lot of fun. Anyhow, good luck. Thanks a lot. Bye. Awesome. Thanks, Steve. Yeah, dude. Got, we, yeah. we do have to make it up there one of these days. Great yeah. message from Steve. <laughs> Thanks, Steve. Yeah. All right, now that we have the address and that he's starting this Sunday, I mean, let's plan it, Kevin. Yeah. I mean, dude, I wanted to just mention him at, at some point during the show. I even wrote it down. I wrote his name down as one of the listeners that have been with us since like the beginning like yeah him um 
I know David David Jones. He serves in the military. He also has been listening for a long time. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, forgive me if I uh, forgot somebody, but I know I wanted to make a special point of uh, telling Steve thanks for listening over the years because I know he's just he, he's commented on Facebook like mm-hmm. like almost after every episode. Yeah, uh, he's always commenting, uh, and we really don't. We've mentioned him a few times when when we've been to the Ram show, you know, and I've, I've run into him. But uh, yep, yep. Thanks, Steve. Thanks for calling, leaving a message. Yeah, and I, and I gotta really extend like a big appreciation to to Steve and just you know Rocky Boy too. Like the folks that don't fly helicopters but will still listen to us. Yeah, like come on, like that's that's a you know that's going an extra step. Like so I you know I really appreciate it. I'm sure everyone you know you and Andy also appreciate mm-hmm. that. Like. You know, they're taking the time to listen to our show, even though that's not a hobby for them, you know? Like, yeah. we, we've become a primarily heli, uh podcast, and they still, week after week, give us a listen, which yeah, it's it just it's awesome. It really so, is. Cool. Yeah. Okay, uh, same day, Wednesday. Oh, did that play all the way through? I think so. It was only 30 seconds long, so it's probably more than much. Oh. Oh, boy. oh my god, dude. Like, Great Eagle so Jr. is nuts. creepy. It's creepy. creepy. It's just flat out creepy. And right. after the show, I'm going to play that clip that I, I'm remembering from Twin Peaks, the movie, not a TV show. Okay. Just so you get an idea of what I was talking about. Okay, go next one. This is Thursday. Uh, Halloween. Hey, free guys. Rocky Boy here again from Flight Test Forums. Hey, I just wanted to let you and everybody listening know, anybody who's into uh, into some balsa or interested, balsa curious perhaps, you might say, <laughs> we are doing a balsa build-along over on the Flight Test Forums for uh, any kits made by this new kit company, Willy Nilly's. Uh, they've got some great kits out. They're all uh, in the 24 to 29-inch range on the uh, the wingspans. They're all designed to fly either with a, a TD-020, uh, Cox 049 for wet fuel, or for an 1806 quad motor, a little 12-amp. So they're very affordable. These kits range anywhere from 34 to $50.00. Um, he's got all the completer stuff up on the site as well. Willynillies.com, which is a little tricky to find because of the spelling could be awkward. But hey, come join us over on the flight test forums for this build along. Doug over at Willy Nillies is sponsoring us for this thing. So he's given anybody who wants to join in on the build along gets a $5 off coupon. And if you complete your build and show your pictures and video up on the flight test forums, you get a $25 off coupon for another kit, uh, which is just, it's, it's great fun. Wow. These things are that's really cool. cool. Um, they're all I mean, laser cut. They're designed to all go together very simply. They all use actually the same basic design from a build perspective. Uh, so they all go together very similarly. Right now, most of the kits that are up there are racers. Um, they've got a GLH that goes like hell. Um, uh, super simple, um, the old half-A racer stuff. He's got one he calls a barnstormer. 
that has a high or a low wing option. The high wing looks just like an ugly stick. He's got the littlest stick, um, and he's got, I think, four or five releases planned for November as well, including uh, Piper Cub and, uh, and a P51 So and a trainer of some sort coming along. So lots of fun there. Come join us on the flight test forums. That's my PSA. Guys, let's come make some balsa dust. Later. Nice. Yeah, so I just looked up Willy Nilly's, which is really cool. Their kits are like on sale for thirty five bucks. So if you get twenty five percent off, I mean twenty five dollars off, like after you build one and post it, like that's cheap. That's pretty and awesome, yeah. The planes look pretty nice. And just for the spelling, uh, if people want to look it up real quick, it's W I L L Y N I L L I E S dot com. Um, Willy Nilly's, yeah, it's some cool stuff. I might actually buy one just to do the build. I mean, it's you know, like I you heard us just say we were. I know, about. right? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's awesome. It's something that'd be cool that we could all three do together. Actually, oh, it could be one of those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's let's maybe. Yeah, we'll see about that this winter. Mm -hmm. Okay, Okay, next one. Next one's from Friday. Hey, girls, Mike D. The Planker here. Um, First thing is um, last episode about retirement. I think the main thing I'm going to do every day after I retire. It gave me much more time to call Steve and ask him questions about my helicopter setups. <laughs> Other than that, I wanted to tell you guys congratulations on 200 episodes. It's it's absolutely amazing that you even have any listeners, let alone 200 episodes. <laughs> Just kidding. I really do love you guys. You are awesome. And anybody else listening to this needs to know, when Andy and Steve and Kevin describe how they feel about the hobby, and how they want to help people and, and contribute. They really mean it. I spend time at the field with Steve and Kevin, and they truly are wonderful people. Thanks for being there, guys. And as I told you before, my life is better because you're in it. Oh. oh, man. Damn it, Mike. Stop doing that. <laughs> yeah, quit that. Oh, boy. Make fun of us. Yeah. Quit, quit, quit yeah. saying nice things. Yeah. You're making us feel weird. <laughs> Nah, same here though. Mike is a good dude. Yeah. We just no, said it before. Sure. Love Mike. He's a great guy. Yep. He's the best. He's the best. Yeah, and you met him, right? You met him at Free Fall yeah. this past year. Yeah. Yep. yep. Okay, so the same day? Yes, I know. I hope so, because I have something to say. <laughs> you boys, you boys have been uh, really getting off of what's, what's truly need to be talked about here. I mean, we got we got Steve. Just can't even get his uh, gasser broke in. I mean, come on, dude. Seriously. Break it in and put a 105 in that son of a bitch. <laughs> then we got Kevin. Don't even get me started on Kevin. Kevin keeps on wanting to talk about 3D printing that B2D2, whatever the hell that is. I ain't heard of story about flying from him in about six weeks. How's he do that whistle? Then we got Andy. Oh, man, there's Andy. Andy, ain't, he ain't even talking about flying in. He's too busy corn cobbing down there in the south. You boys need to get your shit together. I mean, seriously, you need to start just your focus so that you can really focus on what's right and what needs to be talked about. And that is Nitro. Yes. 
Good old Nashville. <laughs> Ain't nothing better than going to the field, getting a good pull, and it gets all smoky. Mmm. All right, boys. You better get your shit together. I gotta go. I got my Mustang on Papa Boy coming over. We're gonna have some popsicles down in the basement. See ya! Oh, jeez. We oh, got a call man. from Herbert. What about that? Is that That's who that great. is, Herbert? Yep, Herbert. Oh, family man. guy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. That whistle. How does he do that whistle? I don't know, but it's... I don't even know who that is. Cool. I have no idea who that is. I know who that was. You don't? Yeah, who's that? That's Mike Sobe. Mm-hmm. Oh, is it? Yeah. Okay. I gotta ask Mike how he does that whistle, that like that sound with the S with the whistle. Oh, jeez. All right. So this is from Sunday. Everybody took <laughs> Saturday off. I might not want to know, buddy. You might <laughs> not want to know, Steve. All right, ready? Mm-hmm. Hi, this is Billy's mom, and I just want to say, <laughs> stop picking on my son. Any <laughs> smart remarks from all you boys. It's just not right. After all the videos and stuff that he does, which everybody should subscribe to Bill Ed so they can see his awesome videos. <laughs> okay, well, congratulations on 200 episodes. And now I'm going to go listen to Hellyhead or Tell a Rotor because they don't pick on my sonny. Neither does Skip Down. Bye. <laughs> wow, that really was his mom. It sounds exactly like Bill. It sounds exactly like Bill, yeah. And it skids up, Bill's mom, not skids down. Mm-hmm. Oh, dude, that was hysterical. <laughs> oh man alright let's keep going Bill you're crazy we're sorry Miss Ann Miss Ann sounds like somebody worked at JCPenney Miss Ann Miss Ann you'd hear that over the speakers eh, Miss Miss Anthony I guess Miss Ann Ann sounds better alright uh, <laughs> let's see hey Eagle Jane how does she look on the other side of the mirror Stupid, regular, unknown, but the other side of the mirror. All right. So is that, cryptic. Is that like the fourth season of Stranger Things? Is that what that's coming from? I think so. Okay, this is from Monday this week. Hey, this is uh, Phil Goodwin, better known as Old Man 3D. Just wanted to wish you guys a, uh, or congratulate you guys on a. Happy 200th episode. I've been listening right from the start, and I've enjoyed every minute of it. You guys have been informative and entertaining right from the very beginning. So uh, I want to thank you for filling up my Fridays with your banter and your points of view, and it's been a great ride so far, and uh, I hope you have 200 more. Have a good one. Thanks, Phil. Thanks, Phil. Yeah. Thanks. Damn, man. This is really, uh, Phil. this is really amazing that, that so many people took the time to call in, man. It uh-huh. really is. It's awesome. Even you, Bill. <laughs> hey, guys. It's Darren Weens here from Maple Ridge, British Columbia, Canada. Yes, it's Ween, not Wyans, <laughs> not any of the other ones that you keep thinking. It's Weens. <laughs> Anyways. Congratulations on producing 200 episodes. Here's to many more. 
for me, I think my favorite episodes have been the listener series. It's been great hearing yes. how other people have gotten into the hobby, as well mm-hmm. as how awesome some people are in this hobby that we uh, that we share. And Kevin, also love the bloopers that you put in at the end when you're talking to yourself. And uh, mm-hmm. reminds me of the old CB radio days of talking to the coax. Love it. Great. Thanks to, to all you guys, too, for all the work you guys put into the podcast. And uh, I know it takes a lot more time than any of us really know. For, uh, for producing that podcast and the time I had the brief uh, period of being part of the listener series and saw a brief amount of just how much extra work it goes in. And it, uh, it does take you guys a lot of time. So thank you very much for all the work that you guys do. And uh, just want to say I appreciate it all. Thanks. And have a great day. Thanks. Congratulations. Bye. Thanks, Darren. Wow. Yeah. Thanks, Darren. Yeah, thanks, Darren. Wow, man. A couple listeners from Canada. Yeah. Awesome. I like it. All right, here's the next one. Hello, my name is Javier, and I am a listener. <laughs> well, um, just um, <laughs> wanted to um, give you guys a quick, sh- a quick shout out. Um, I guess that it's been a while. Um, I recapped a little bit. I actually re-listened to episode zero on December 18, 2015. That's a long time ago. Um, I think I've been a listener since a while back. I can't remember which episode I started l- listening to, but definitely I started the hobby on March 28, 2015, and I sent my first email to you guys on, fe- on February 26, 2016. So that's, uh, that's a while, folks. So keep up the good work. I listened to, ep- to episode zero, as I said, and, uh, it was, uh, I think really great to hear you guys. You haven't changed a bit with still the same passion for the hobby from the beginning and coming up to this episode 200. So uh, big congratulations to you guys. Um, you've done a great work. And yes, I've even become a podcaster thanks to RCHN and in big part also to you. So thanks a lot and keep up the good work. Bye-bye. <laughs> awesome. Thanks, Javier. Damn. Thank- yeah, thanks, Javier. Man, just crazy, man. It's humbling, yeah. It, it really is. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, uh, same same day, yesterday. Yep. Hey, guys, just wanted to get this message in here before it's way too late. This is Kyle Snyder from over here in Pennsylvania. You know, nice. one of those gasser guys that uh, <laughs> I'm the nice gasser guy, though. I set my timer at 6 minutes and 30 seconds, so at least I'm not up at the flight line too, too long on a fun <laughs> flight somewhere. But just wanted to say thank you for all you guys do and, uh, you know, getting to listen to you guys on the show. It's kind of like having that extra time or that extra day hanging out at the field and just hanging out and BSing with everybody. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you're all a little bit weird and all, but nah, it's okay. We're all weird and <laughs> make it fun. But, uh, yeah, I just want you guys to, uh, keep up the great work and looking forward to a whole bunch more shows. And who knows? Maybe one day I'll even jump on there eventually. And, uh, Steve, hopefully. By the time this episode comes yes. out, you're finally through your gallon of break-in fuel, and yes, you can I actually am. start flying that caster and having some real fun with it. All right, well, I will catch you guys at the next fun fly somewhere. Have a good one. Uh-huh. Awesome, nice. thanks, Kyle. Awesome. Yeah, yes, man. that gas is broken in. <laughs> yeah, Kyle's another guy, man. Been, jeez, mm-hmm. it seems like every fun fly I go through there, you know, he's he's always there. Yep. Was he at the Haley Fest this year? No, he didn't make it, but Larry came, right? 
Larry yeah, and Roger I think came. so, yeah. Was he at Urcha? I seem like I met him somewhere. Maybe he not. usually... Did he go to Urcha? I don't think he made it to Urcha. Urcha. No, I don't and remember I just seeing said that. There he, is. he goes to yeah, Rochester. He goes to... It just sounds familiar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think he goes to like the Virginia events and stuff, too. Yeah, so. might have seen him at Spring Fling or something. Yeah, definitely. Thanks, Kyle. That's awesome. Or Loctite, Love maybe. the gassers. Yeah. Yeah, man. He's uh yeah he flies as a lion gasser, a lot. Yeah. All right. Okay. Next one. Hey y'all, and welcome to Freefall RC Podcast. Bill, Bill, Bill. <laughs> I'm your host Steve Yoon, or is it Yoon, or or uh, maybe Yoon? Oh hell, I forgot my last name again. <laughs> Bartender, uh, Kevin, please help me out. Hey Steve, I got you covered. As you know almost too well, I'm going to make you another drink, little buddy. In fact, once again, true to form, it will be a double. Because we got more mixed drinking experience lately than we got flying experience around here. Andy, can I pour you a drink? Hey, now. Well, now that you ask, Kevin, it would not be right to say no. So with that said, it would be a yes for me. And by the way, Steve and Kevin, how's the memory in your V units or that smooth software upgrade process that recently occurred <laughs> in the field, Steve. Any yeah. memory overloads over the weekend or any birds dropping right out of the sky. Now is not the time or the place for that, but I'm sure that you all appreciate my friends and yours over at Only Fine Helis for continuing to stock the Brain 2 FBLs. <laughs> Works great with my Jetty Radio systems. Okay, so today I want to introduce someone that we met at Urcha this year, Steve Shaw from sunny South Florida. Good evening, or as we say in the real deep south, hey, y'all. I just wanted to let the three of you know it is always enjoyable, enlightening, and sometimes even educational to hear your podcasts. All of your listeners appreciate the time you take each week to give us your thoughts, keep it almost real, and continue week after week to dazzle us with your bullshit. <laughs> oh, wait, sorry, can I, can I say that? Well, I guess I did. Thanks, guys, really. I look forward to hearing your podcast each week. Best regards, y'all. Come down and see us at the Torches Winter Bash in Ocoee, Florida, December 5th through the 8th. See ya. Wow, man. That was awesome. Thanks, Steve. That was amazing. I will see you at Torches Winter Bash. And you will be down to representing us. Oh man, dude, these these are quite humbling. These these uh these messages really are. <laughs> All right, here's the next one. Hey guys, a shorter version. Just wanted y'all to know that I really do appreciate your podcast each week. I really do look forward to it. This is uh, Steve again in Florida, and uh, hope y'all are doing well. Thanks so much for the perseverance uh, every week. Once in a while, you may skip an episode, but not very often. Number two hundred. Man, that's awesome. I'm looking forward to 100 more. Hope y'all are doing well. Thanks. Bye. Thanks, Steve. Yeah, man. Yeah. Andy, you got to ask him, uh, let me fly that Kraken when you say I was it. just going to say, I'm going to see if he'll let me fly his Kraken in one. Yeah. Mm. That was crazy, man. Yeah. Now, Steve, we hung out with him a lot at Urcha. He's a fun guy. Dude. Yeah. Good guy, yeah. man. Okay. Um, Here's yeah, the next today, one. Huh? These are from today. Yep. Yeah. Tuesday. 
Okay. Somebody, All right. Somebody pocket dialed us. So here's the next one. Yeah, same number, so that's probably... Welcome to another episode of Free Fall RC Podcast. <laughs> Here with me, or my name is Ke- Kevin. Here with me is Steve. Howdy. Here with me is Andy. Hey, now. Actually, um, this is David Hill, <laughs> better known as Hildeflyer, <laughs> a.k.a. the uh, Flight Test or Flight Test Forum Groupie. <laughs> anyway, thought I'd call and wish you guys well. Um, and I enjoyed the episodes. So uh, what have I been up to in RC lately? I um, want you to know that I have purchased two <gasps> helicopters, and I've flown one, and uh, Guillaume was so good to show me how. I've now flown it about 20 or so times and haven't crashed it, so we're doing good there. Awesome. I may even be able to do uh, nose-in hovers by the Art um, Helifest this coming spring. So uh hope to show off all my great talents there. And other than that, uh, things are pretty calm. Been out flying, doing a lot of uh, what we call streamer combat, FTV streamer combat, chasing each other up in the skies, chopping each other's streamers. So... I've been enjoying the hobby, and um, look forward to seeing you guys. Love your love your show. Love you guys. Take care of yourselves. Bye. Awesome. Thanks, David. Yeah. Thanks, awesome. David. You bought some helicopters. Nice. Dude, Dave and, is doing good. What a, what a great guy Dave is, man. Thanks. Yeah, it's funny. Um, <laughs> Thanks for being like the fifth Beatle, man, and taking yeah. care of the shit behind the scenes, you know? Yeah, man. Uh, really Dave, appreciate it. We wouldn't have anything on the flight, the flight, uh, flight test forums if it wasn't for Dave. Dave takes care of all that. Oh, stuff. yeah. Yeah, um, for sure. And he's awesome, man. Yeah. And yep. bought, bought a couple of helicopters. That's crazy, man. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was great. I'm glad. I'm glad he, uh, caught a little bit of the bug from us and probably from you, too, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Awesome. Yeah. Can't wait to, uh, hang out again. Um, it's funny because I have like my Google Chromecast on my TV and like it has like my photo album. So okay. like every once in a while, I, you know, and I just saw recently the picture of you, me and him and he's presenting the, uh, the free far plane. Right. So, yeah. And I was like, oh, that's cool. <laughs> I still got awesome. it. Yep. I still yet to fly it. No, you flew it once. Did I? Yeah. You took a big chunk in the bottom of it when you landed it. <laughs> Sure. Bad. Yeah, you hit a staple on the runway. I feel like I would have totaled it. <laughs> no. Last plane I flew, I totaled it. I won't it. let you do that. <laughs> okay. All right. This is the next one from today. This is dedicated to all the Lakers who are down from day one. Welcome to hell. <laughs> no. Okay. Okay. Uh, this is. Again from today, a minute later. Guys, this is James Cadiz. I don't remember if I called you guys beforehand, so I'll just call you again to tell you what a <laughs> wonderful job you guys are doing. Uh, of course, I love you guys a whole bunch. Super proud of what you've done. I've listened to every single episode. Yes, that means I'm a little nuts. So love you guys. Keep doing the good work that you're doing. It's a blessing. Always look forward to uh, Friday morning. Anyway, love you guys. Oh, yeah. By the way, one other thing. If some guy calls with some weird, twisted, contorted accent 
or uh, or anybody else that claims to have affiliation with me, don't listen to them. They're not me. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. And here's the next one from earlier today. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, this is Dead Beef down here in Texas. I'm looking for uh, some bitch goes by the name of Black Mike D. Probably stands for Dillsnick. I'm a strategic loan facilitator. Dillsnick owes me one of my clients some money. He called a few months ago asking for a loan, and we obliged him. Kept saying, let's get it, let's get it. Wanted to buy something called a Kraken, crack, which I can only assume is crack. A man is probably too damn high to say it right. <laughs> we loaned him $1,096 with zero cents. He was real pacific about the amount. Well, I guess I hope he's got $1,096 worth of ass on him, because I'm about to come up there to Yankee Town and foot his whole damn street with uppercut. I'm going to hit that spooby with so many lefts, he'll be begging me for a right. Next time you hear from his sorry ass, you tell him he better call Dead Beef to make arrangements, or there's damn well going to be trouble. Oh, boy. <laughs> That's awesome. Damn. Oh, shit. I know. I want to be on his real. side. <laughs> Yeah. Who's that? I don't know. I have no idea. I think trading his daughter would have been easier. <laughs> uh, okay, <laughs> we got a couple more left here, so let's see. Yeah. Hey, now. This is from Eric, David, and James Bertram from Houston, Texas. We've mm. been listening to the show now for about two years. As you know from our prior letter and guest experience, the show has been very meaningful to me and to my family. The kids and I still listen to you on the way to and from the field and when we ranch. My favorite things about the show are, in no particular order, the fact that in such an isolated hobby, you provide a meaningful sense of connection. I love the cranky old plankers at our local field, but being nearly the only heavily pilot can be pretty isolating. Having you guys on the air reminds us that there are others with the same struggles, memes, and obsessions that we have. We really love the community involvement that has evolved over the past couple of years, Greg Eagle Jr. and the Planker Channel. You have really cultivated that involvement, and you're allowing that participation has made the podcast something more than it was before. Mm. Uh, we love the fact that you have no-name guests like me and the boys on your show. It is so nice to hear general hobbyists have a voice and to hear what their lives are like. We love hearing from the rock stars, too, of course, but this really gives your show a nice touch. And we love the most that you are doing this week in, week out, and never seem to miss a beat. No matter if we crashed, had a rough week, or if David's side effects are causing hell or what, come Thursday or Friday, we know we'll get to hear you guys goofing off, hanging out, and doing what you do. I know that the three of us will sit together somewhere, sometime, and listen to the show. I know there will be smiles, laughter, and plenty of jokes at your expense. That simple, silly, consistent ritual has been so meaningful to us. Thanks again for letting us into your world. Ah, oh, man. Jeez. Yeah, man. I really appreciate it. Thanks. Yeah, man. That's good. Eric, David. Yep. James. And your, your kids. Yep. And your sons. Oh, Whew. my God. This, guys, this yeah. is getting tougher to get this, through this. I know, right? <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. I might need a moment. Oh, man. All right. Gonna play the next one. We got a few more here. Hey guys, just wondering, uh, who's gonna like, uh, fix my dashboard after so many times hitting with my fifth here? Huh? <laughs> oh, get it together. Like some 
some really good information from you guys rather than just bantering about movies and 3D printers and stuff, okay? All right. Have a nice one. <laughs> I think he called the wrong show. Yeah. <laughs> if he's looking for no something names, useful. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know who that was. Oh, that was funny, though. All right, and last but not least, um, it's 6.30 this evening. Yeah. <laughs> All right. That about right, sums thanks. that up. <laughs> that was Greg Eagle and uh, whoever he has trapped in his basement. Yeah, I yeah, was going to say, should we call 911? I know, right? <laughs> Probably. Awesome. This is amazing. How many voice notes did we get overall? Like, um, I counted them and then I forgot. Like 35? About 40. 40? 30-something. 30, 35, 40. Awesome, man. Wow. And that's like within a week, I think, right? I think we only had a week and a half, two weeks? Yeah, about a week and a half. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I, I mean, I'm kind of speechless, but I just want to thank everyone for taking the time to... um you know, drop us a voicemail and, you know, from the funny ones to some of the little bit more serious ones, you know, we really appreciate all the, all the listening and, all, and everything. Um, yeah. Wow. I mean, we, we opened it up to, to, uh, you know, just let us know what you know, what your favorite episode was, man. And everybody kind of like called us to tell us how thankful they are that we're doing the show. I mean, that's just, that was caught me kind of off guard. Yeah. Glad everybody called, even Bill's mom. <laughs> yeah, you and those well, yes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> awesome. All right. Uh, so, um, let me ask you, are we going to keep this line open, uh, and use it in the future or, or what, what do you think? What do you want to do with this? Uh, yes. I think we should keep the line open and maybe we can ask questions that folks can call in and answer those questions, you know? So like maybe at the end of an episode or closer towards the end before, um, uh, maybe by news announcements or what what you're up to next, we'll ask like a question and see, you know, and get and or even main topic. Just just ask people, yeah, uh, their thoughts and 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 their opinions about things, and and you know, we'll get to play them on the show live, which will be nice. So I'd like to keep it some type of topic based, but you know, we could kind of freeform it, and if people want to just leave voicemails saying "screw you guys," you know, that's cool too. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think I think we'll keep this open for a while. Let's see how it goes. Okay, and maybe be a new segment on the show, possibly. <laughs> All right, I agree. All right. Ooh, I think we got a we got something special coming along here next, huh? don't we? On the next part, we're gonna take a little break. Oh man, what happened? Like our buddy Bill said, I ran out of talent. Are you sure there was any talent before, buddy? Way to kick a guy while he's down. Well, here's the PayPal I owe you. Thanks, bro. No simming for you. You're going to be on BKHobbies.com all night. It's looking that way, bro. It's looking that way. If you crash a goblin as much as I do... What the fuck are you two doing? Huh? What? Why are you talking like that? What do you mean? This is how how we talk. What are you talking about? I wasn't even going to stop for a hurricane. (laughs) I was just going to keep talking. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, all right let's move it on to news and announcements all right news 
And announcements. <laughs> wow, you had a different flair to that this time. <laughs> All right, what do we have? New EDF jet from E-Flight. Looks pretty badass, actually. It's a twin 70 oh, millimeter. Wow, this does look cool. SU-30. Yeah, uh, Russian mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm not overly crazy about the color, to be honest. I see it. It's blue camouflage and gray and kind of whitish. Yeah. Like it might completely disappear. <laughs> but this thing is huge and it's badass. Yeah. It looks really cool with the retracts and everything, the dual EDFs. Oh. Yeah. It's um, 43.3 inch wingspan or 1100 millimeters. Damn. And where's the length? Oh, 64.6 inches long. Yeah. 1640 millimeters long. This is a big old sucker mm-hmm. I mean, for an EDF. By bind, let's see, it's on pre order. So the binding, bind and fly basic pre order price is five. Forty nine ninety nine, so five hundred fifty bucks. Dude, I love the landing gear lights and the wheel pants and everything. That's so cool. Yeah, you know, Mike D had a profound statement this weekend at the field, and he said, "You know, um, when you bring uh, a regular plane, you usually bring spare props. When you bring an EDF jet, you usually bring spare landing gear." Because <laughs> he's yeah. had two now, two different jets show up at the field with him. And he's had two landing gear failures on two separate jets. Really? Yeah. This one has a weird, um, has like a, a weird design where there's an actual, like, halfway through, there's a piston that pushes it so it doesn't fold back your front wheel. It's pretty cool. It's definitely different. I like that it has like three landing gear lights on that front landing gear. It's pretty cool looking too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is, uh, Another little thing I want to mention here, it's set up to run off a single 6S, 5,000 yeah. to 7,000 milliamp hour LiPo. Uh, what was the plane Three we were minutes. talking about the other day that you used a single pack as well that had twin? Oh, the uh, the Jetliner. Yeah, the Jetliner. The 70, yep. Mm-hmm. So twin, I don't think a single 5,000 is going to have enough juice to run two. 80 amp PSCs. I mean, it says it could, but it's like three minute flight I mean, time, it, so you're not flying. Well, but long. I, I did the math. I think it's gonna. It would take like a 32 C battery, like true C, which is almost yeah. impossible to get. Now, if you jump up to maybe like a six or seven thousand, you'd be okay. But I mean, it's gonna eat five thousands. Yeah, I'm curious to see I how. I mean, some of the graphene's probably could handle it but it's yeah. still going to be tough on them yeah they're recommending a success 50c um whatever their brand is what's it called spectrum yeah but that's only going to be like a 23c battery yeah so yeah this says 30 plus c right i'm, I'm saying to get actual true 30c is pretty rare yeah. yeah some of the graphenes can do it but they're so heavy Mm-hmm. I'm just curious kind of why they're doing that instead of just running two batteries, like two 
33 or two four thousands would give you more time and be way easier on the you're talking packs. about like running two in uh yeah like say two four thousands no one for each edf oh like, okay like most twin edfs have two batteries mm. maybe there's a space issue inside yeah but i mean it's a pretty big plane now it's yeah, a big that's true. Plane. it is pretty big Maybe yeah. so you can actually fly it on one battery so you don't have to have so many batteries or something. Possibly. Did you see it has that know. air brake thing behind the cockpit? Yeah, that, that thing's up? cool. Yep. That's pretty crazy. Well, check this out if you're into EDF scale mm-hmm. warbirds. And if you have a van. Yeah. And a good runway. Yeah. Yeah. That's probably <laughs> more important than anything else is that runway was. <laughs> yeah. The small wheels. Gonna be I mean, I, I'm, it's got suspension, doesn't it? So, mm-hmm. I mean, it could probably handle grass, but it's going to have to be good, smooth. It has to be. Those wheels are tiny. Yeah. You know, they're, they you, look tiny. You can't land this where you land your Bushmaster or your Timber or none of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, $549.99. So, it's not a cheap heli. Uh, cheap heli. Cheap bird, but... um. I mean, for the size, you see the picture of the I guy holding it? I mean, I think that's in line, though. Yeah. I mean, with the big twin EDF free wing planes and stuff, I seems yeah. like that's right in the kind of right in line with uh, was, the you know, free wing ones aren't nearly that size and they're close to the same price. Mm. They have the A10 it's, and the yeah, F14. The they're pretty, they're big, pretty yeah. big, but they're pretty expensive, too. So. Yeah, they're like 550 Okay. Seems like uh, Horizon's really been pushing out the stuff here lately. Yeah. They're killing it. Pushing it out. Yeah. Planes. Got a radio here. Yeah. Two two or three planes. A couple planes last uh, week or a couple weeks ago. IX-12 Spectrum 12. IX-20. 20, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so used to saying 12. Spectrum IX20, 20 channel DSMX transmitter. Mm-hmm. I like the orange. Yeah, I, I was going to say it's Steve's color. Mm-hmm. It's got a big screen on the bottom, too, which is really nice. Yeah, they said that I think they sped it up because the old, the one of the biggest complaints with the IX12 mm-hmm. was how Boot slow up. it was. Yeah. Yeah, it's just everything was super slow so i think they put maybe a faster processor or something in this one yeah it's uh, saying less than 30 seconds for a cold boot hall effect sensors on the gimbals that's good nice yeah and i like that it has like the same as is 12 the uh um, I, I love how uh a couple of years ago or year ago i talking about the hall effect sensors in the in the jd and everybody's like well the pots are are more accurate and better you don't need hall effect now everybody's coming out with hall effect <laughs> yeah like the latest hall effects also, this one they don't wear either right so like yeah there's they last literally forever forever right. yeah, they're consistent forever too like pots eventually yeah. and, will wear and, in yeah and the 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 precision of them, the resolution's pretty friggin' high. I don't know yeah. that that's a good argument nowadays. No, uh, it's just one of those things like, oh, you don't need that, blah blah blah, and then everybody's doing it. Yeah. Yep. 
I, I do notice one thing weird about the iX12 and, and and I'm noticing with the iX20 also. If you look at if you if you're looking at the article, uh, the overview, and you scroll down to where they show you a picture of the, the touchscreen interface, it says faster Android power touchscreen. It says 100 percent um, battery at 4.04 volts. What is that? Is a single cell? No, right. So why is it 4.04 at 100? Probably my radio is single cell. Is it? 3.7 volt lithium ion. Yeah. So okay, so maybe it is because I looked at the IS12 that one of our clubmates had and. It was like at 88%. It was like 3.85. I was like, why is it showing a single cell? I didn't understand yeah. that. It's probably a lithium ion, if I had to guess. Mm. It's what I have in mind. I only know this because I just changed it. Right, right. I think they actually step it up, probably, to run everything. Mm-hmm. This literally has everything besides the kitchen sink. Oh yeah, yeah. You talk to it. I'm I'm scrolling down through all the functions and stuff, and it's like mm-hmm. you can talk to it, and it'll listen. It's got a built-in camera, so you can take pictures of your models and put that like right into uh as your selection, you know, on your model screen. Yep. Mm-hmm. Wi-Fi, Bluetooth, USB. It's got a, more more switches, I think. It's got more the, switches. The, yeah, oh, look at that. The, it also uh, has crossfire module support. So you can, yeah, I was uh, gonna say. But, it's yeah. CBS Crossfire protocol, cool. nice. Definitely, Hard I mean, it's a nice spectrum transmitter. Uh, yeah, and what's the cost the on it? Software and stuff works. It's very oh, expensive. Fourteen hundred, yeah. Yeah, fourteen hundred bucks. Yeah, that's pretty steep for this. It's got a ten point five amp hour lithium ion battery, and then it's probably a one cell. Ten ten point five. 10.5 amp, yeah, 10,500 milliamps. That's pretty big. That's huge. So it should be able to power that screen at yeah. least five or six hours. At least, <laughs> at least five, six minutes while you're flying. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that five inch screen. I'm being a dick about it. It looks like a mouse radio. Like if you fly Spectrum and you want mm-hmm. yeah. fancy touch screen radio, I mean, I would give it a few months to make sure there's not something sure. weird. In the software, mm-hmm. but it it looks pretty nice. Yeah, I also like that it comes with stuff. Like you don't just get the radio and like a neck strap and a bunch of stickers. Yeah, you know, in even a case, right? But you do get like the radio, a case, the battery, which is huge. Ten, you know, ten thousand milliamps is huge. Um, you know, you get your neck strap, and you get like your you get different uh, stick lengths. Right, the ends, you get different stick lengths. You get the orange um, grip set if you want to change it from black to orange. Mm-hmm. It has this weird magnetic micro USB adapter. So I guess like it's like an adapter you plug in and it's, it's a magnetic adapter. But I like on, that on the back of it. Yeah. Uh, so you won't, if, it, if it falls over, it won't break. Yeah. Um, so that's really cool too, you know? Like, oh, it's, so it's, what the, what? it's for the USB connection? Yeah, so, so you know you plug USB. The cable looks like a normal USB cable. What's magnetic about it? I don't know. It just says magnetic micro USB adapter shown installed. Oh, okay. So, so see it. <clears throat> I mean, I don't know if you can see it. I got you. I I'm got guessing you. that it's like a USB cable, like how the Mac chargers are. Like you can right. pull it right, right out, put it, it'll magnetically stick right mm-hmm. back on. And the screen looks nice. I like that it has all this color and just, you know, all the telemetry and everything. It's, it's pretty, uh, 
Yeah, I mean, this seems to be like their new, I guess, flagship. I would say, I guess, right? I mean, what else radio? I would Spectrum think so. Had? Yeah, that's that's better the, than this. You know? The DX eighteen was the biggest one, right? Yeah, and it it wasn't um, touchscreen. It didn't right, have the right. thing. Yeah, it was like the so, old DX nine, basically with eighteen. I channel. would say this is the flagship radio. Yeah, now. I think so too. Okay, what else do we have? Oh, uh, I have a oh. new Facebook group. I do want to mention, uh, and, and and this is kind of related to what you're going to talk about. But yeah, I created a a new Facebook group that's private. It's only for um, contest directors and organizers of fun flies. And basically, I wanted to create a group where all the folks that organize these fun flies can kind of talk to each other and share the dates that they want to set. So that way, like, we don't have the instance where, like, you know, Mike Sobey and I this past year we we ended up booking our events at the same date. So Ohio is like what? I don't know, seven, eight hours, maybe 10, depending on which part of Ohio. But it's not that far and it's too close that we shouldn't well, have had two events that close. Yeah. You know? And what about all the people that live three and a half hours from either one? So you got to pick right. which way do you go? Exactly. Right. So you have to pick. And um, so I figured, like, let's get a, a Facebook group that we can all just share those dates. And I got a, a, a Google Calendar that we're going to put all the dates in there and then we can even share that out to uh, all the RC folks that, you know, want to know what's coming up, right? You know, Shannon had a great calendar um, on his website and this isn't really to replace it, but maybe in conjunction to like just add this calendar to the website, you know, and, and I'll, I'll make it open so that people can embed this into their website and they can have like this calendar where all the organizers are going to put their dates in there. So you'll have one right. spot try um, to sort of work together to not yes. overlap yeah and that's the whole thing like i'm trying to trying to organize the organizers so we can get it nice and uh sorted out so we can have these fun flies and and try to make more events this year you know i think that's a great idea dude yeah so so kind of going with that you have uh, the triple g stuff here right yeah I just, steve thinks he's going to organize heli guys he doesn't nah. realize it's like hurt cats around good luck steve we'll make, we'll make do <laughs> And he was how never did, seen you, again. How <laughs> would you like contest directors or organizers to contact you, Steve? And like, if they want to get oh yeah put so, in the group, yeah, that'd be a good way, right? <laughs> um, it's a private group. You can definitely just message me directly, and what I'll do is I'll get you invited to the group. <clears throat> this is a Facebook group too, by the way. I don't think I mentioned it, but yeah, just message me. I'll get you added to the group. I'll get you added to the calendar. So you'll have edit rights. So you can edit your, you know, you can add your, your events up there. Yeah. Um, you know, you don't really have to be a contest director, but really I want to get people that are the ones that are organizing the events. Now, if right. you organize if an event. Involved, mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. If you're involved with an event or organizing it, planning it on the committee to, that works on it, whatever. Yep. Yep. That all qualifies. So yeah, let's, uh, yeah, so just reach out to me and we'll get that going. Yep. Yeah, I want you to throw that out there because we kind of know most of the ones up and down the East Coast, but there's a lot of country that mm -hmm. we don't know. <laughs> we don't know who's doing the ones out in the Midwest or right. yeah. Southeast, Southwest, wherever. Yep. So talking about events, Triple Tree Aerodrome has released the dates for next year for all their events. And I'm just going to mention the RC-related ones. Joe mm -hmm. Nall Week 
is May 9th through the 16th. This is for 2020. And then we have the Nala in the Fall, which is October 3rd through the 10th. And the Heli Extravaganza, October 14th through the 18th. So mark those on your calendar. Definitely we would want to check those out. Triple Tree is an absolutely fabulous place. Everyone should try to go there at least once for some event. For something. If you're into helis, try to make heli extravaganza. If you're into planes, either Joe Nall or Nall in the fall. There's not a whole lot of heli stuff happening at the Joe Nall week. I mean, they, they have a heli line, but it's there's not much going on there. So don't don't roll in expecting to see a whole bunch of heli guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But heli extravaganza there is a bunch of heli guys and it is a blast this year nice yeah awesome you guys got any news and or announcements i did not no i'm good i'm probably missing stuff from the ama expo west Mm -hmm. but to be honest i've been had a really crazy week so far so i I hadn't had a chance to look so we'll get them next week if i missed it cool cool all right. What's next for you in the hobby, then? What's next for me, you ask? What's next for you, Andy? RCHO Fall Pool is nice this weekend. Nice. I'm expecting to leave out of here Friday morning at some point. Hopefully get down there around noon or 1 o'clock and uh, stay till Sunday. This is awesome. the RCHO field in Nightdale, North Carolina, which is west east side of raleigh cool yep so i gotta get ready for that get the gasser put back together uh make sure the camper's okay throw all my parts and tools and whatever other bullshit i think i might need and get on the road what's next for you guys nice dude well i hope you have a good time yeah it's always a good time around there yeah bunch of knuckleheads yep yeah man Cool. Uh, let's see. I just want to go flying. Um, since the gas is broken in, I need to get the canopy. Like I mentioned before, uh, cut the canopy up, get that chopped up so I can get that mounted. And then just, yeah, go hang out, go fly, have fun. You know. Cool. So. Is there a lot to cut on that canopy? There's, you know, both sides it's have to be like cut. Just like a notch and a, two here and there, or you got to cut like a lot I got to cut like two inches on the front bottom to fit the, the larger frame um okay. the sides both sides have to be cut up a little yeah so there's just quite a bit but it's not like i have a template i just i, I remember the instruction was like cut two inches back from here you know so it's like okay yeah that's what i was gonna ask you how do you know where to cut yeah so it looks like he just kind of measured things out and and you yeah you do initial cut or i'll i'll mark it up put it on and see like where everything is kind of where i can't fit it cut it mm-hmm. fit it cut it fit it you know just keep on making adjustments that way yeah and if i fuck up i got like four other canopies i can use so do you yeah. have do you have a good system for cutting canopies like that um i usually just tape the the canopy market and i use a dremel you know a rotary tool and just slowly cut i cut off the line a little bit and then take the sanding drum and mm. work it right up to the line nice very precise and smooth it's a little okay. bit slower. You just run it super slow, but you can mm-hmm. do a 
really clean job that way. Nice. Yeah, maybe I'll give that a try. Cool. All right, what about you, Kevin? Yeah, man, same as you. I want to just get some flying in. Hopefully I can get that uh, logo going again. I got a, I don't know, at one workbench and 40 projects. I put stuff down and move it somewhere, and then it's like, where, what happened to it? it yeah. Me, it took me a while to find parts uh, the other night for that logo, but uh, I think I just got to put tail blades on it. It should oh, be yes, ready to go. Done, then. Yeah, I got, nice. uh, and a couple of links on the on the head. I got to finish up. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. All right. I know this episode has been quite lengthy um, because of all the voicemails and stuff. Should we kind of skip the wrap up? What do you think? I think we can. Yeah. Up to you. Yeah. Let's add it in for the next episode. Um, we'll leave two hundred like this. So, drop us an iTunes review, and we'll read the review in the next episode. Email us at free4rc at gmail.com. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash free4rc podcast. Check out our webpage, free4rcpodcast.show. That show? Say hi to Rybert. Hey, Rybert. Uh, flight test forums, off the field, audio, video production, other than flight test podcast, free4rc podcast. Say hi to Rocky Boy and Hilda Flyer. Hey, Hilda Flyer. Hey, Rocky Boy. Oh, David and Rocky Boy. Uh, let's see. Follow uh, fellow podcasters. We have Telerotor Podcast. Charles Nelson and Riley. Nice. BKRC Podcast. This is Bert and Kyle. RC Roundtable. Fitz, Terry, and Lee. Uh, skids Up. Or maybe Skids Down. Or Skids oh. Down. <laughs> That's <laughs> Javier, Frank, Scott, and David. Paul. 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 Yep. Uh, Helly Heads Podcast. That's Jan, Michael, and Vincent. Yep. Got that perfect. Uh, <laughs> high voltage. High voltage with N- Nikolai Tesla and Bobby Watts. Robert Watts. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Make sure you check out uh, Bill Ann's YouTube channel. Check check out Bill Ann's YouTube. Yeah, if you don't, his mom's yeah, going to call say, you and leave a nasty voicemail. Yeah, say hi to his mom. <laughs> say hi to his mom. Oh, mom. Oh, well, why'd you do that for <laughs> All right. So, want to give a, a huge thanks to our listeners. I really appreciate all the folks that left the voicemail, all the folks that listened to us, and give us comments know. over the year. Yeah, the yeah, years. all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just it's been an amazing journey, and yeah. I'm glad that I'm glad I'm, I'm actually glad that a couple of people, and I know it's more than a couple, are getting some enjoyment out of it, um, mm-hmm. as much as we are doing it, and. Uh, yes you know it's, it's it's really cool man yeah for sure it really is cool all right signing off for our 200th episode free our skies and we'll see you next time see ya I love yous <laughs> all right cool man love you guys yeah, you, you awesome got, you, got, you got quite a job editing this one this is, yeah, I'm, I'm reading four four hours on my Yeah, put a little edit point in there and take a little break. Okay. <clears throat> All right, so we doing this? Yeah. All right. <clears throat> Whatever, insert helicopter crashing clip. Oh, man. What happened? Like our buddy Bill said, I ran out of talent.
Are you sure there was any talent before? Buddy, way to kick a guy while he's down. Well, here's the PayPal I owe you. Ah, thanks, bro. No simming for you tonight. You're going to be on bkhobbies.com. Oh, shit. I screwed that up. No simming for you, huh? You're going to be on bkhobbies.com all night. It's looking that way, bro. It's looking that way. If you crash a goblin as much as I do, you need a reliable source for what it. What the fuck are you two doing? <laughs> what do you mean? Why are you, why are you talking that way? How about you need now? to adjust your modulation. How about now? How about now? <clears throat> a little bit How better, but you're still so low. You need to remodulate your modulation. I haven't turned it up yet. Ah, uh, there we go. Hey, there we go. Is that better? Yes. Yeah. You have really properly loud. modulated your modulation. So much better. So much better? Yep. <laughs> um, it depends on your opinion. Yeah, you can actually hear me now. Yeah, that might be. Hey, Kevin, is this better? Is this better? How about? <laughs> How about now? How about, How about now? How about it? How about it? You know what the best part about uh, doing the show Ooh. with you guys? I have to make a correction. Yes, let's let's. let's you don't have it. to do it. With- <laughs> well, yeah, that, that's that's a pretty fucking good point. No, you guys are just as big a dicks as I am. Oh yeah, fucking fantastic. <laughs> like I found my peoples. I found right my at peoples. home. Yeah. Right at home. All right, that's better. Whoa. Yeah, and fuck. What I was saying earlier is, if we put as much work into useful things as we do trolling, we'd be awesome. We are awesome. <laughs> Not what I heard. Hey, what do you want to change Nick to? What'd you hear? Just what Steve told me. Oh, man. <laughs> I think that was it. I don't even know what that was. I barely hear it. He was crashing into a tree. <laughs> oh. I think that was it. I tell you, I'm alright, but last week I was in rough shape. (laughs) I got my own laugh track, dude. (laughs) 